The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. I never took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises I live, I learn I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper Homie, I grew up in hell A block away from heaven That corner ain't 15 minutes, it moves a seven Pure snow Bag it, then watch it go Occupational options Get some blow up some hoes Shoot the ball of the strap Learn the rap or the jack Fuck it, man, in the- What's good, everybody? This your boy Retro CG, and welcome to the TSF Entertainment Podcast YouTube. I'm your host, uh, Retro CG. Oh, my bad. It's really good to be. <laughs> I didn't know I was waiting. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> uh, what's up, really BTV? <laughs> what's going on? How y'all doing? All right. And it's your boy Jack of Jordans. Uh, shout out to First of the Day, which is a black owned company. I'm supporting black owned companies all this week. Shout out to uh, the Soul Firm, which actually created this platform for us to give you all this good content. Another black owned company. So shout out to y'all. Also, shout out to our other uh, co-host, uh, Juggernaut of Souls. He's not able to join us today. So show going to go on without him. We're going to have a good time and we're going to sit back and we're going to talk about uh, power. Book two, Ghost, uh, season two finale, episode 210, um, Love and War. So what y'all think about the episode? Ugh. I mean, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like a lot of this we predicted. I mean, there was a few things that I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Um, but the whole Monet, Lorenzo, playing Lorenzo against Dante situation, I think we sort of called that like two weeks ago it was just mm-hmm. a matter of how it played out like i said a couple of things i was kind of like huh but it wasn't really too many shockers i don't know what about you uh what about you damon uh i wasn't really shocked about a lot of the stuff either well one thing did shock me we'd get to that uh because i thought we talked about it offline i thought it was just stupid but well we could we're gonna talk about a couple of things that we thought was stupid we're gonna yeah that we thought i thought it was stupid that. but but exactly yeah, some of my exactly. predictions wasn't a lot of my a lot of my predictions were true, but a couple of them I was just like, damn. <laughs> but, right. So I, the, the episodes, I'm sorry, my bad. How you feel? You 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 started us off, but you ain't get to say how you felt about it. My bad. <laughs> I, I thought it was a pretty good episode, however, it was kind of all over the place for me. So I have lots of question marks. <laughs> it was a lot to follow with that whole Ocean's Eleven, you know. Um, you know what I'm saying. 
Well, Xavier, we already know how limited Mary's acting is. Like, that ain't nothing new. But anyway, <laughs> she's been demonstrating that for years. <laughs> so we start this episode off. We have Monet on the on the yacht with Dante, and he's, like, you know, giving her all sorts of gifts. And, you know, she was like, oh, thank you so much. And then they get to talking about the plan. And this was the first twist for me but we'll get to that but this was the first little twist for me but we talked about the plan where lorenzo has to go and dante is like kane has to be the one to do it now personally last week i said i thought that was what monet and kane had come up with while they was locked in the apartment waiting for dante i said oh they mm -hmm. came up with this whole plan that they're gonna play dante against lorenzo right and basically you know, I wasn't really, I wasn't really sure who who Monet really wanted to kill, but I figured the plan was gonna be for Kane to kill Lorenzo. But as a setup, I never thought that it was it was gonna be real. So I don't know what y'all what y'all think. Well, for me, I thought it was she was gonna get a two for one. Um, I thought she was going to want mm -hmm. both of them did. She get all the money, and she can be back to running the organization the way she wanted to. Is where I saw it was going. Um, I felt as though that she was always Team Tejada. I mean, for shit's sakes, that still was her husband, you know. So I just felt like if anybody had to go, it's gonna have to be Mecca. He didn't double dip so many different times, and he didn't double cross and betray so many people that it, it was gonna have to be him. It probably would have benefited her a little bit differently as far as money wise go if she would have killed them both. But she ain't want her kids hating her, and, and you know. Mecca was my, doing too much. Well, my thing is this. My problem is this. And again, this goes back to, I, I don't know how much of this is Mary's bad acting or <laughs> if, no, seriously, because we never, I never felt like she really was feeling Dante. Yeah. Like, I never felt like she wanted to be with him. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I never thought it was a, I never really felt like it was a, that she was, that it was a debate. The only reason why I sort of questioned it a little bit is because of how quickly Lorenzo just put her out the house and she, we know she needed somewhere to go. So I never, I, I just never thought, I never really felt like it was a legit, you know, Oh, I'm going to be with Dante. We're going to ride off into the sunset. She was never going to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, at least I never felt like she was ever going to do that. So well, for me, I wanted to see her uh, get some of the money and all the uh, lavish things that he was uh, throwing at her. Okay, he had set up trust funds for all of them and the kids and all that. So I thought she was just going to um, finesse him where she could get, you know, the money and stuff and then take him on out, on up mm -hmm. out of here. But, uh, yeah, she didn't definitely seem like she was into him from inception. Yeah, but, I mean, even that night when they were out on the helicopter and they kissed, it just, it, there was no... I don't know. Like I never passion. Like, it wasn't like yeah. how it was with Ghost and Angela, where you could tell yeah. they, they love each other, right? Did they ever show passion? Yeah, right. That's but and that's why I'm saying I don't know how much of that is her bad acting. Like was were, was she supposed to sell it? Like were we supposed to think that she was really conflicted about this? Right. Because I never did. She didn't show it. Right. Like her face. Yeah. She got like One RBF to like she got like RBF like nobody's business. Right. <laughs> you know, like you know, it, it, and right. it doesn't change. So I can't really. I don't know if she was supposed to sell it, but yeah, you I wouldn't buy. It. Hell, I wouldn't buy it with Lorenzo. I wouldn't buy it with her kids. Th like, that's what I'm saying. Like I never. Right, right. 
I, right, exactly, exactly. Quintessential. There's she has no expression. She she doesn't show happiness. She doesn't show anger. Even well, we'll get to that. But this this it's just it's monotone. But anyway, mm-hmm. all right. So, um, the next scene we see is Tariq is looking for Lauren. He's calling her. She's not picking up. We see him get ready for court. Effie is there, and Effie is like, you know, she probably ditched her phone. Don't worry about it. You told her to get off the grid. And we, but we see that Tariq is physically bothered by this. Like he's really mm-hmm. upset that he can't get in touch with Lauren. How we feel about it? Well, you can obviously see the jealousy all over um, Effie's expression Absolutely. and her mannerisms. Like you know, she wants Tariq to have that affection towards her, especially since she's in the life with him. You know, she's looking for him to you know take up life for her now, and he's still worried about Lauren. So you know, you could tell she wasn't feeling that. But at the same time, you know, she's trying to play it off that she's concerned, but really she's not concerned. <laughs> you know, don't ask about her. I killed her. <laughs> you know, right, 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 exactly. And then, um, go ahead, um, go ahead, Jack. Man, Effie is like, look, this bro is gone. Let's leave, leave. Let's. She's okay. Let's deal with this. I got your back. I'm here for you. Let's just deal with this and just let's move. You know, let's just move forward with me and you. I think he has concern, like he 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 likes Effie, but it feels as though he loves Lauren. Like to me, that's what that's what it feels as though. Like he liked Effie because, like she provides kind of a a sh- not I don't want to say a shelter, an area for a space for him to be himself, where he can discuss the things that he can't discuss, that he can't ever discuss with Lauren. Right. You know, right. but Effie is like, let's move forward. We out of there. She she. But it goes back to, and and this is what retro hates, but it goes back to that whole parallel to ghosts, to the, I mean, to to the original power. Mm -hmm. Lauren, Lauren is his Angela. You know what I mean? Lauren is his Angela. Effie is his Tasha. Yep. Mm -hmm. And as much as he doesn't want to be like his father, he, he's his father. I mean, only difference is like, because if you even think about how Lauren died, it's the same thing with Tommy. Like, Angela had to die because of who she was. She was mm-hmm. never going to be able to to be in the life like them and understand how it worked. So it was almost like she had to die. Right. So you flip it to 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 power. I mean, to ghosts, and it's the same thing. Like at what point? Like Lauren couldn't. Lauren couldn't keep. Like I feel like she could have been around another season, but she she was never going to be Teresa. He would have never accepted Tariq for once she found out the truth and she was getting exactly. she was teetering, she was teetering towards finding out the truth about him with this arrest and the murders and all that. I think once she found out who Tariq really was, that was going to drive away. Yeah, she was out. never going to be a right, yeah. like she was never going to be with a murderer. No, she, like, she was never going to allow her to be happy with him, right? Exactly, exactly. So, so for that reason, she had to go. Yeah, eventually, and like I said, I thought she was sticking around maybe another season, but I knew, you know, you just know that that's not going nowhere. Like you know that that that's like the situation with Diana. That's not going anywhere. But I, I think prediction for next season. I think Diana's pregnant because Tariq is done with Diana. I said that, especially after he found out she was the one that robbed him. He's done with her. Yeah. But I think because they got to keep some sort of love triangle going on. I think Diana gonna pop up pregnant. But anyway, that's next season. We're moving on. My bad. My bad. I got I got sidetracked. I got sidetracked. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Tariq also tells um Effie, basically, if I go to jail, 
you know, I need you to find my sister. He explains to her how the adoption is set up. And she was like, you really trust me with that, Tariq? And Tariq was like, you're the only one I can trust. And I was like, no, <laughs> you cannot trust her. And stop telling her all your business. Not only are you telling her all your business, but you're also letting her know what your weaknesses are. You're right. letting you're letting her know what all your weaknesses are. So right at this point, well, up until the end of the episode, at this point, she knows that she can control you through your sister. So mm, can I ask one question? Why do we? I don't think Effie is trustworthy either. But why do y'all think that she's not trustworthy? This this without going back to the incident at Choke, why do y'all think she's not trustworthy? Well, that's part of the reason. I would say that's part of the reason. That's part of the reason, but because but everybody in here to double cross each other. But but no, but I was never. But but he didn't. He did not cross her. Mm-hmm. Tariq trusted her at Choke. Remember, he right. told her about his sister. He opened up to her like she was the only one. Like she knew stuff that Brayden didn't know. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then and then she and I was never satisfied. I don't know. Again, don't know if it's bad writing. Or if it was meant to be vague. But I was never satisfied with that situation when they met back up last season and he was like, you know, you 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 did me wrong, da 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 da. That whole explanation never really made sense to me. I'm gonna chalk that up as the bad writing. Um, because it was a little vague, but um, I think they explained it in such a way where we're to interpret that, you know, that the those are the type of things that are gonna happen when you're in the game. So Maybe. when you're in the life, Maybe. bro. I'm thinking, but as far as her being um, not trustworthy, I'm going to chalk it up to, do you trust Tariq? Is Tariq trustworthy? No, No, absolutely not. No. Okay, so I say all that to say is they're the same. They're the exact same. Effie and Tariq are the exact same. That's what Um, I was thinking. I guess that's the point that I was trying to get to. Is that they're one of the same. That's as much as she don't trust, you know, is, is he don't trust her. She shouldn't trust him either. Exactly. Just as, you know, just as equally, the regardless same. whether the fact if he if if he never double crossed or pulled you know the wool over her eyes or something, he still have done some backstabbing. See, the thing about it is, with Tariq, we know what his motivations are. They may be flawed, but we know what his motivations are. All the things that he's doing is in motivation for his family. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he was trying to protect Tasha. He was trying to protect Yaz and all that. So all of his, um, all of what we've seen Tariq do is uh, in his pursuit to take care of his family. With Effie, we don't know what her motivations are. We don't know what's inspiring her or what her end game is. So all we are left to assume with Effie is, is that she's in the life and she's just trying to make money. And she's going to do that regardless. Yeah, I can see that. But that's, yeah. that, I guess that was just the point I was trying to get to. Is like I don't trust Evie. I don't trust Tariq either. Yeah, I don't trust. I don't trust Tariq. And again, let's be clear. I don't have no sympathy for Tariq for Effie. You know, double crossing him. I'm just not. I'm just not satisfied that we're seeing who she really is. I just think mm-hmm. it's more there. I don't know what's there. I don't know where it's coming from. But I don't. I think a lot of what we're seeing with that character is that she was never really intended to be a recurring character like you know i i think that we could have saw the end of her they could have cleaned that up at choke and it would have been done but because now she's been kind of written into the story because it's almost they're almost setting it up where she's going to transfer to uh stansfield yeah at the end of the episode that's what it seemed like she's gonna she might as well she'd have moved in that damn (laughs) dorm she lit her (laughs) So, so i think what we're going to see in season three um 
is her backstory. I think we're going to get a lot more of her character's backstory. Thank you, please. I don't, don't know. I don't the think hell originally she was intended to be around this long. I don't think that she was originally intended to be around this long. Right. Neither and one I of them is the, trustworthy. I agree. Right. And I see the comments in the chat. I'm gonna be honest with y'all, and I know I know y'all gonna think I'm crazy when I say this. I'm still not convinced that Lauren is dead. I'm not. I need to see a body because who Effie just had an extra car laying around that she could crash up. <laughs> well, she did show up in the car, so I'm gonna I'm right, assuming she that showed, the up, car in the that car. showed up in. But who did they say they didn't have no tags and all that good stuff? But what I'm saying is, I, I, again, I might be thinking too deep. I'm just I'm gonna just leave it at that. I'm not, and I know I'm talking ahead. We ain't even get to that part yet. My bad. But I just saw the comments in the chat. I'm not convinced. Now I ain't seen nobody. I'm gonna just have to wait. What's up, Fresh? Fresh and Highness, what up? So when you coming up here to talk to us, Fresh Your Highness? <laughs> right. Oh, put them on blast. That's right. Put them on blast. Yeah. When you coming up here to share your words of wisdom with us, sir? Um. Yes, all right. TJ, so, when you coming up here to talk to us? <laughs> right. So the next scene is Tariq is in court, and they find out that um the brother is going to testify um against him. Trace. Trace is supposed to be testifying. And of course, now Davis is like, "What the hell does Trace know?" And he has to explain to them the whole situation with Kane, yada yada yada. And he was like, "Well, Tariq does have an alibi, but they can't really use the alibi because his alibi is Riley." Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Which I'm glad they didn't bring her back. Oh, um, I'm so glad they didn't bring her back. But especially with Brayden now gone, there's no reason to bring her back. So let's let's just be done with her. Um, but, um, uh, we also saw that they took a twist with that because when they got ready to call, uh, Trace to come up to the stand, uh, Jenny announced to everyone that he was sick, that she had just got a call that he was sick or that she had another witness that was going to sub in place of him to, uh, testify to the same things. And I'm like, okay, uh, not sure that's how that works. <laughs> you know, that was a little <laughs> That was a little bit different because they like, well, it'd be the same set of questions, you know. And I'm like, I, I don't know much about the court system. Maybe somebody out there can help me understand it. But I'm like, whoa, you just changed your witnesses. You just called an audible in the middle of the damn day. You it know, like, it would have so been, it would have been different if they would explain it and said that both of these witnesses participated in the incident that I'm going to question them about. So either one of them can testify to what happened. That would have been but, better to explain. But that when way. I saw the preview, when I saw the preview, my prediction was when I saw the preview, I was like, "Well, damn! All right, so they gonna talk. They gonna they gonna pull Braden in. They gonna talk him through it of what he should answer and what and if he has to answer it, this is how he answered it in order to get everybody off. I didn't know he was gonna do what he actually did, which is pretty much ultimately hold himself accountable for everything except for the murders, right?" And remember, he has immunity, that. so that was actually kind of smart that he did it. Because remember, yeah. he has immunity, so right. he has immunity from whatever he said. Right. Oh yeah, they did give him immunity. That's right. Right. So that, it was even that was even smarter of him to put it out there because they really, you know, based on that, there really is no blow, no blowback on him. Um, so even if, so even if, so even if, okay, so they originally got the paperwork from, um, from, um, uh about uh Brady being the president or whatever the, the paperwork was originally to help Tariq out in order to get custody of yes correct right yep so even with him being the president that doesn't mean that 
Tariq wasn't receiving a check from this company. Or wasn't right? uh, or wasn't involved. <laughs> or wasn't involved. Yeah, so right. I was thinking about that. Like he was still right. getting the, like he still had to show some type of uh, form of income in order to get custody. So that doesn't really exclude him from the involvement, of course, correct. It doesn't, but in that moment, there was so much reasonable doubt, and her whole case had been blown up. Like, like mm -hmm. had she had she connected those dots outside of the court and was able to set it up right. Because mm -hmm. for you're right. If she had known that much information, all she had to do was ask him a couple of more questions. Say, okay, we see that you're the president, but we also see your only employee is Tariq St. Patrick. Why right. is he working for you? What you know? What I'm saying, what did he do? If course correct is the illegal drug activity, Tariq is your employee, which basically proves my point. But she was so caught off guard, and she didn't mm -hmm. have any of that information. And it seemed like everybody she put on the stand that was her witness. Everyone that she put on the stand that was her witness blew her case. We exactly. saw we saw the same thing happen last week with Tate. When she put Tate up there, you know, you're the prosecution's witness and you helping the defense. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> yep. So that's what that was. All right. So moving on, moving on. So we'll get back to the court, court case. Well, actually, we kind of already kind of talked about it. But so we might as well go ahead and finish that up. So basically, after Braden um, testifies, the case is dismissed because, I mean, again, Braden is able to blow apart, even though they never addressed the murders, <laughs> Braden yeah. is able to blow apart enough of the case that it it sort of, um, it, there's really nowhere to go. Like, it's, it's so many, there's no doubt. reasonable doubt, right? Yeah. Like, they looked over at the jury and the jury was like, you know, there's no way that they were going to convict. It was just too much reasonable doubt, even yeah. though... Again, they weren't able to say that, oh, well, Brayden was the, you know, he, Tariq still could have done it, which we know he did, but it was so much reasonable doubt. There's no way in the world. So the, the court, the judge was like, you really want to keep going with this? Like, look at your jury, you know? And Tariq was right. like, what? It's over. I'm, I'm free. And not only did they throw the case out, but they threw it out uh, where they made it where uh, she Double Jeopardy is attacked. Yeah, you can't be tried again, not for that. Yep. Not for those murders. Now that don't mean they can't bring them back in the court over something else, but not for those. Exactly. Murders. Yeah, and she wanted it to be thrown out with prejudice so she could retry the case, but they hit him with the double jeopardy. So right. it kind of goes back to how they were the chasing ghosts all throughout uh, power that they kept trying to uh, pin a case on him and they couldn't. Right. So. Right. So now we see Zeke meeting up with Dante. And basically, Zeke is letting Dante know, I'm not rocking with y'all. I don't trust Monet. And, and you, you trust, trust Monet. Her, so that make, right. me that make me question you. Yep. <laughs> and again, he tried, to play that mind control. he tried to play that mind control on him. Because Zeke asked him point blank. He was like, you lying for her because were you really was she really with you the night that Carrie died? And he tried he to answer it, though. Right. He never answered the question. He was like, never see, this is about family. I was like, yeah. and once you have kids of your own, you're gonna understand what unconditional love is. Unconditional love. Like, 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 wow. But you didn't answer my question. Never yeah. answered the question. Yeah. But it was a I mean, he had to he had to answer that, which which leads to well, we get into that, which lead well, it has something to do with what we discussed offline, you know, about Mecca, you know, because ultimately your agenda was it wasn't more so getting to Zeke. It was more so getting to Monet. Right. 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 Which, right. which, if he, if it was just Zeke, but whatever. At least he but got we, a dope crowd. Know, he's deal. going. We see, and it kind of further pushes our narrative from last week. Because you know, last week we had already uh, put together that uh, 
Mecca or Dante had uh, mm-hmm. arranged for the shootout at the basketball court. He had probably leaked the uh, story to the press about Zeke's age. So what we're seeing him is continuing to manipulate. That Zeke. manipulation. Yes, with lavish things, just like he's doing with Monet. He gives him a car, you know, and he's just trying to manipulate him into be- accepting this new life that they want for him. He said something about the Kings. He said something about the Kings. So was he referred to the Sacramento King? Because like when he was talking, I, I put on my clothes caption. I thought so that I was the team. Everything. I thought that was the team that uh, he was interested in going up for the draft. Okay, yeah. okay, that's what I thought. So it had to be a Sacramento. It had to be a Sacramento yeah. King. They pretty much say there's nothing else going on for you here. You might as well just come with me. The Kings are still considering it, but in the meantime, between time, you might as well just roll here. But yeah, yeah okay. Because I think he yeah. even said something about it in uh, another episode about wanting to go to Sacramento. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he got a he got a dope car, and he he got to saw that jet that we all he know he loves. Long. <laughs> <laughs> we, long. He got to see that jet we all know exactly. he loves. So exactly. Yeah. All right. So next we have Monet, and this was the part. Okay, this is the scene that confused the total. You know what out of me? So we had Don. We had Monet talking to Kane about killing Lorenzo. This is where I got, and I text, I text Retro and was like, okay, I'm just confused as fuck now. Because I thought that Kane and Monet had decided that this was the plan and Kane was in on it. But in this mm-hmm. scene, we see that Kane really thinks that Monet wants him to kill his father. And she goes through this whole explanation about, I'm the one that's there for you. I've always had your back. I'm this and I'm that. And how dare you? And you know he wouldn't do it for you. He had you beat up in jail. Like, and all this whole stuff. right, she's selling it, and I was like, she was selling it too. She was selling. Then and then when all else failed, the gun and say, here, he used his gun. It's clean. Yeah. And then when all else failed, she threw Tariq in his face. Which again, why do you that's keep putting them against each other like that? That's but that's Kane Button though. Whenever whenever Tariq is mentioned, it just seemed like he. He gets his tunnel vision. Like he's jealous of Tariq. He's jealous. Yeah, like stop bringing him up. I, because like when she brought Tariq up, she was like, I, I, he can't touch my dad, and we don't need him for nothing. This that, and the other. I do it. it was, and she was like, oh, this, you know what, you know, Back killed his own father, right? And then she tells Kane that Tariq killed his father. Like right. Kane, like you know, Tariq know what to do. He already did it before. Like I'm like. That's like the worst so, kept secret. Like, so put a battery in his back, and then he took off. He was like, "Oh yeah, I do it." Then if a he can do charge it, battery, I can do it. She right. put a full charge battery in his back, and I didn't understand yeah. the purpose of that plan. Push um, every button and pull every string. I didn't understand because really, she could have she could have messed up things just by planting that seed in Cain. So now you're 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 exhuming his feelings towards Tariq already. You know he already don't like the boy. You know, trying mm-hmm. to set him up for murder and everything. And now you're putting him in this dick swinging contest between the two of them where if you can't get work done, I'm going to go to Tariq and he's going to get work done. All that was unnecessary because Kane would have been with the shit regardless. It's just right. like when they all band together to rob Mecca, they all work together despite their grievances. So now you're getting ready to put conflict on the table and trying to pull off this major plan that you're trying to pull off. It just didn't make sense to your, your plan. You're fucking up your own plan at this point. She definitely took a big risk, you know, because yeah, like 
uh, Kane could have went off the reservation and did something else. It could have went a different way just so he could prove his loyalty to Monet right. and show that you don't need to read. So right. it, it definitely could have went a different. It definitely could have went a different way. But she put. I guess she knows Kane enough to, or it, it could just be bad writing. But I guess she knows Kane enough to know that he won't go that far, especially with it being his dad. And like he said, he said, I've always done everything you asked of me, but this, mm -hmm. you know, and again, it just didn't, it didn't make sense to me, but call me crazy. So that was the part where for me, that's where the episode sort of went off the rails for me because that just didn't make any, I just, I still don't understand. It. Even after watching the whole episode, I still don't understand why she didn't just tell Kane, look, I need you to sell it. It needs to look real, but we ain't killing Lorenzo. Like this is the plan and we need why to bring Kane. Right, and we need to bring Tariq in because he because of X, Y, and Z. Like, I don't know. I don't know. The answer to that is simple. It's because she's playing off of Kane's feelings right now. She knows that Kane's upset because Lorenzo chose Drew to take over the business. And, you know, right. he's been kind of oust. And so he's kind of like the black sheep. So she's just playing off of his, his emotions for the fact that, you know, my father chose, and I have his name, but he chose Drew. So I think that's what made it easy for Kane to be the one to be manipulated and doing so. But I guess going back to answering your question, Crystal, I was a little confused about it too. But now that we sit here and talk about it, I kind of seem to think that the reason why she did that was because she didn't maybe feel confident enough that Kane would be able to sell it. Mm. So I guess she had to make it real for him as possible in order for him to sell it because we do know that Kane messes up everything when he gets in his feelings about stuff. So I guess she had to sell it to him in such a way that it was real that he wouldn't run the risk of ruining the plan if he knew that it wasn't real. Yeah. Or so, more bad writing. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, and that's the sad part is that we always have to question if it's that or the other. Yeah. But anyway, same thing with the acting. Like, I shouldn't have to, like, you... You got to sell it. You just got to, you got to sell it. But anyway, we don't beat no dead horse. The next thing was actually, and I thought about, I thought about retro in this one. This is probably the first time that Tariq tried to use his mind trick and the shit didn't work. So Tariq is, ta is talking to Davis and they talk, he's talking about he want to stop the adoption. He's letting them know, listen, once I get my sister straight and all of that, I'm out. Cause he think he about to get this $2 million from, from Mecca. He's like, mm -hmm. I'm out the game. And Davis is like, whatever, you a hustler. You've been hustling since I met you. You're going to keep hustling. He was like, I feel like what you need to do is go ahead. What's up, Star? You need to go ahead and you need to go and finish school, hustle, stack your money, and then you can do whatever you want to do. And he was like, nah, that's some shit my father would have done. And I'm like, how ghosts get in this? Yeah, that was weak as hell. <laughs> I was like, what? Everything your father did was to try to set up a future for your family. Like, yep. what are you talking about? Yep, but Ghost is the reason for everything that's... Ugh. Right, he he blames Ghost for everything that's wrong in his life. But anyway. Everything that's wrong and nothing that's good. You wouldn't be going to that damn school if you wasn't for Ghost. Right, yep. you wouldn't have a trust fund waiting for you. Like, like you got a whole trust fund waiting for you if you just fucking graduate with, with honors. Like, that's it. All and you got businesses. to go to school and, and graduate. That's it. Yeah. So, with all of that being said, what I love, though, was he gonna tell Davis you owe me a refund because <laughs> you was because you ain't get me off. Braden got me off for real, for real, and you've been double dipping, and that's just you know that's against your ethics. And I love how Davis called Tariq his bluff. I love that shit. Yep, Tariq was high. Yeah, First of all, I think we saw the first Method Man come out. You want to? 
and you go down there and expose me. But guess what? You're going to now have to put yourself back as uh, being involved mm-hmm. in this murder that I just helped you get off of. So go ahead and do it if you want to. You finna keep yeah. this money, and you finna keep your mouth closed. Yeah, I think I think a little I think a little bit of Method Man came out in that scene. Right. He was, right. Like, oh, like, he was like, do what you feel like you need to do. He was like, yeah. but I'm going to keep it, and I'm keeping your money. Yeah, I'm keeping your bread. You crazy? Like, <laughs> I was like, for real, Tariq, like, you really thought you was going to punk that man? You really thought, yeah. like, Davis, of all people, of all people, if it had been Sax, maybe, but Davis? You really thought that was going to work on Davis? Yeah, right, I, I'm glad he did put uh, Tariq in his place because Tariq is just right. on one right now. He just he was, he it was like, all right, since now that you now that you got off and you feel as though you big, bad, brave, and braiding this and the other, don't forget who got you to this point because the public attorney wouldn't even got you to this Man, point. Man, they had so to let's take not even so let's not play around with you got you to this point. And if, if it wasn't for Davis, if it wasn't for Davis, be a hustler, and I'm keeping my money. Yep. And if it wasn't for Davis, uh, you know. Uh, pulling his stunts that he pulled, like uh, how he did with Carrie and all that. Exactly. Listen, it you wouldn't even got to that point. Yeah, you would have right. been convicted way before Brady even got on the stage. <laughs> you you would have been up exactly. out of here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I love that scene because I was like, I even wrote that in my notes. I was like, he Davis handed him his ass because like we 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 see Tariq play these Jedi mind tricks so much and and get over, but on that one, Davis was like, whatever. He called this bluff, and Tariq ain't had nothing to say. All he could say was, all right, whatever, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, he ain't even right. had nothing to say about it. Um, right. Then we see Sax meeting up with Jenny. And that's where we find out that Lauren is dead. <laughs> Lauren dead, y'all. She allegedly was in a car accident. They found her with a bag full of money. Uh, Jenny is like, you know, she was leaving. It's my fault. I didn't give her the protection. I took the security off of her. And, but Sax already know what's up. Sax, Sax know. Why do you mm-hmm. think that she left the money in the car? That was crazy. Why didn't she take the money? To make it look like she, yeah, was, like she running. was running. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the same thing at first, but yeah, she had to try to sell the she was running. Mm-hmm. Effie probably took a couple of them stacks out that bag. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think yeah. I don't think she I don't think she was left with all the money that Braden gave her. <laughs> so y'all think Lauren is still alive. I mean I listen, think she up out of here. She until I see a body and I understand. I just feel like with shows like this, until you see a body, that I think they keep that back door open. Yeah. I feel like they want to keep the back door open with Lauren. I feel like they're not ready to make it final, final yet. That doesn't mean they're going to bring her back. I think they want to leave themselves the option. Especially since you don't know what kind of condition the body that was found in the car was. Yeah. So is there identification? Right, because you know, yeah. right, did they just identify her based on... But I don't know, because then I mean Effie would have had to kill somebody else. I don't know. I believe Effie is jealous enough to kill Lauren but I don't know if she got the heart that she pretend like she had when it really came down to it. She might have. She maybe, might she sabotage, maybe she sabotaged the car. Maybe she sabotaged the car so something wouldn't work in order to do it. So her hands is dirty, but it's not particularly dirty. I'm, what I'm saying right. is, originally my theory, it was the same as Xavier's. I think that I was like, I don't trust Effie. Effie is working with somebody, maybe impossible law enforcement, because she got jammed up. And took her to witness protection. Then they don't trust sex, so they figured they could give information to sex. That is spare some type of way, and then we just keep going in circles until they, they know finally nail to run back to um David. Yeah, until they finally nail to read. That's what I originally thought, but now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, but she could have sabotaged the car, and Lauren, Lauren is probably dead. 
But are we thinking that law enforcement and the prosecution thinks Tariq is that much of a kingpin? I mean, he's not a Rico. He's yes, not a Rico. But they're trying to go after the Tejadas. Remember, it was bigger. They were trying to go after the Tejadas at that point. Mm-hmm. Remember, she was remember when she approached Brayden and she told Brayden, listen, we got information on Kane. And like, like at that point, he's a bigger fish. The Tejadas are a bigger fish. Yeah, the Tejadas are a bigger fish. Mm. My point exactly, Xavier. I thought the same. I thought the exact. Well, I wouldn't say with Jenny per se, but I think she is working with some type of. I thought originally that she was working with some type of a law enforcement, and then that's how she ended up, you know, getting Lauren because they wanted to dead her. And if Effie was moving like that, Effie would have killed her right then and there. But she pulled up on Brayden. Well, they're definitely they're definitely leaving a little feather in the hat with that because. Uh, it was very easy for us to believe that in um, power when she had Tariq set up and kicked out of a uh, choke. Dan Harris was good on what? There, it seemed like she was working with someone then. Uh, for sure, it definitely um, looked like she was working with someone then. But really, all they were trying to do is paint the narrative that she was eliminating competition. But, mm-hmm. you know, there could be some story there where they could explore that. So maybe that's why all that happened off scene, off camera. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just I just think they want to keep the back, you know, a lot. I just feel like they want to keep that back door open just in case they want to bring her back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's just I mean, and I could be wrong, but I I don't know. Um, and maybe like I said, maybe it's just me holding on, but I just I, I just think they want to keep that back door open. But um, th- but Sax in that conversation, Sax also opens up to Jenny about the fact that he was going to um. He was actually gonna kill, you know. He was actually gonna kill um, Ghost. Like he got that desperate. He was actually gonna kill Ghost because he was explaining yeah. to her how how you could get that desperate, you know, to want to see somebody go to jail. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I definitely got. I definitely got. You well, know, not only that, but not only that, but he kind of sold Jenny on the whole suit. Um, well, the the because uh, you know they start talking about Carrie as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Yeah. <sighs> Cause he, yeah, especially like Sax is like it's just too coincidental. It's just yeah. too much. And then she was like, and then Sax was like, well, uh, I could see how she she felt that way. I could see how she would want to commit suicide because you know she when I got fired and I was getting ready to get prosecuted. You know, I was there myself. I was getting ready to kill myself. Yeah, and she lost like, everything. Yeah, Career integrity. integrity. It was um right. It was nothing. It was nothing else for her. Right. Unless, it's, at least it's that's the way she felt. Yeah, yeah, it was believable. So those well, let me two, ask y'all this. Those Do two y'all... deaths right there are not going to probably be investigated now. That detective may investigate Carrie's death because of Zeke, but um, those two deaths were set up where they didn't have to be investigated. They were open shut cases where they looked like what they weren't. You know, Carrie mm-hmm. looked like she took herself out. Lauren looked like she died in a tragic accident. So nobody's going to investigate those cases. Right, and honestly, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I thought about something the way the way things kind of went down last night. What's My up, question you know? is, do y'all think Lorenzo took care of Carrie? Like, like did Mary really walk? Did Monet really leave her alive? And then somebody went behind her because something he said when he was talking to Zeke about it. I was it hit me. I was like, wait a minute. Did did Dante did Dante have somebody following Monet? And did Dante do it? Because he's he so have one of his do it. All this other stuff. He could have one of his hitters do it. That would be more believable if they would have set the tone up for that because at that at that point in time when they had the big blow up at the dinner table, uh, how would how would Dante have known what was going on? 
you know, that caught uh, Monet off guard. So she didn't know that uh, Diana was getting ready to blow her spot up. She didn't know that she was getting ready to get put up out the house at night. And Dante didn't know what was going on. So how would he have known to be on her? If yeah, he that's true. That's true. I don't know, but I I don't know. I guess we. I think I think that's the storyline that's going to carry over. I don't think that cop is going to let it go. No, we already know how he get when he make up his mind about something. Somebody somebody her, though. So you never, you never, you know, right? Especially because he knew Zeke was lying. We'll get to yeah. that, but he knew Zeke was lying. Yeah, it could just have somebody on her. You see that he had, you know, people everywhere. You know, I feel some was... kind of way about that. Uh, so Drew, you didn't see this gray maximum following you everywhere you went. Everywhere you went, it's parked right next to you. <laughs> I mean, we'll get there. <laughs> All right, so the next scene is Monet and Tariq meet up. I really like that uh, Gucci sweater Tariq had on in this scene. It's really cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Monet and Tariq meet up, and she tells him all about the plan to kill Mecca, but how they got a fool cane, and to think he... Like, she gives him the whole breakdown. And Tariq is like, all right, I'm in, but... We can't do it till after I get my money. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me get my two mil. Yeah, <laughs> Let me get my chicken, and then we can do whatever we need to do. Right. The other thing that Tariq lets, lets Monet know that Dante's a snitch. Yeah. I, he was gonna say, I thought he was going to hold that for a little while. I thought he was going to hold that for a little bit, too. Whatever, whatever little piece that I think she might have been holding on to with Dante. That was gone after that. Like yep. it was a wrap. Like any any. And it made her decision easier for her to make. Every Absolutely. It made her decision easier for her to make. But I guess my thing is, I and I get strange bedfellows. I get that. But Tariq, why do you keep running up to this family every time they call? Why do you keep getting yourself mixed up in all these schemes and scams with them? They don't set you up. They don't rob you. I mean, these ain't your friends. And I'm like, Monet of all is the least one that you need to be trusting. But it seems like they have more of an alliance than any, anything. Because whatever um, scheme that Tariq comes up with, she be with it. And whatever scheme she come up with, Tariq be with it. So do you think that we're going to see a closer bond between Monet and uh, Tariq? I don't know. She seems <laughs> to trust Tariq. She seems to trust I think his... so, but I'm going to tell y'all why when we get you know to that I, I revisit it when we get to the scene of why I think so. Okay. Because I don't know. I'll be honest with y'all. I don't know. I, I told y'all at this point, I was so confused with all the back and forth. and I, So, um, all right. So, next we see. Um, That's true, Xavier. That's true. I agree. Uh, maybe uh, working. I think Tariq kind of likes working with the Tejada family because this is what he wanted with his family. You know, mm -hmm. he, he he desperately wanted Ghost and Tommy to, you know, help um, let him be part of the game and teach him and all that stuff. So that's why he was so easy to run out and do all these licks and stuff with Kanan and Ray Ray and them. So I agree. Well, damn, Abby. Well, they I couldn't know. do it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I feel some kind of weird about it, too, Abby. Right. <laughs> Abby said, but I always choose Just violence. So don't mind me. <laughs> I always choose violence. Jesus. So don't man, mind me. Really <laughs> some of the right. Right. So right. Next, we see, next we see Monet meeting up with Lorenzo. And she tells him everything. 
she breaks down the plan. She tells him it was a setup from the beginning. She, I mean, she tells him, and I'm saying that for a reason, but she, she lays everything out. She even tells him, listen, he want me to run away with the kids, but I'm not like, fuck that nigga. I'm not doing none of that. She was team Tahada. Right. And she was like, he said, well, let me put a bullet in him. And he was, she was like, nah, I got to do it. It's got to come from me. So, right. She said, but I need y'all on board. We working with Tariq. I need drew and diana on board and you need to tell them that it's cool to do it basically you need to let them know it's okay to work with me (laughs) because yeah because we hadn't seen them have any other type of communication since he put her up out the house or whatever so that was very interesting to see you know she walked over there to the bar and you know she pretty much let them let lorenzo know what was getting ready to happen or what she had planned um for it to happen but she needed the rest of the family on board so that was smooth thinking Oh Lord! Anyway, so Queen, Queen D be dirty D. Right, I'm gonna say dirty Diana for dirty real. Dirty Diana strikes again. Right, so, yeah. so, so right, so Lorenzo goes back to Drew and Diana. He lets them know what it is, and of course they're hesitant, especially Diana. But he tells them, "Listen, it's family over everything. Like I trust that I, you know this this man is coming to destroy our family." Now he ain't really say he trusts Monet per se, but he was like. We need because to trust she would do the right thing for the family. Right. We need to trust the plan. She always exactly. did the right thing for the family. And she we also found out in that conversation that they realized that the soldier that Dante lent them really has been a spy. A worker. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. McVeigh. McVax. McVeigh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then we see um, Tariq and Brayton. Brayton is packing up. His daddy pulled him out of school. He got to go work for the, for the family, the company, you know, the family. Um, and him and Tariq, that's when Tariq finds out they got robbed. He didn't even know they had been robbed up until that point. He said, he said, did you clean out the stash? Tariq was like, when the fuck would I have time to do that? Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> I'm like, the same amount of time you had to go shopping, the same amount of time, like, all the other shit you seem to find time to do. And how you get around New York with no car? <laughs> right, like, you know, all the other stuff you seem to do, but he tells them that, you know, he said, and I'm, I'm, I'm leaving the business, like, I'm out, like, you know, and of course, Brayden is still like, nah, man, nah. I'm like, Brayden, if you don't go sit your ass down somewhere. Hot boy. Hot boy. Right. Uh, but ready, I think, to jump, ready to jump to the chase. I like the way they did that, man, because... I didn't either. Yeah, because now you're trying to put Tariq into this father figure type position and stuff like that. Like, that shouldn't even have been, like... But whatever. That all goes back to Tasha should have been head ass anyway. Yep. I said the same <laughs> so that all goes back to that. But whatever. But my whole thing about that is, I mean, I guess, I mean, well, regardless of whether or not Brayden's dad would have pulled him out of school or whatever, he should have been kicked out anyway. (laughs) Yeah, he definitely would have been kicked out. Like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, you might have got immunity from criminal prosecution, but there's no way in hell they keeping you on campus. Yeah. I mean, no, they won't keep him on campus. But But that's what he also found out that Diana. Name after the West or something like that. Yeah, but I think think there's a limitation on all that shit at a certain point. Especially when they involve criminal activity. Right, you talking about you was running a whole drug enterprise, like. And then all the murders that that don't happen up there at their school, yeah, he got to get up out of here. But another thing we learned in that scene, too, is that's when um, they find well, Tariq finds out that uh, Dirty Diana robbed him because, uh, you know, he asked Brayden, he said, Was my QR code uh, used to uh, open any of the uh, vaults? And Mm -hmm. he was like, Yeah, twice. 
So that tells you right there that he uh, he realized that Dirty Diana had on. Dirty yeah, Diana, took, Diana was the one that took did. a picture of him from the phone and okay. used it to open the other phone. Y'all yep. don't be trying that shit because that shit yep. don't work. But <laughs> took a picture of the phone. You know, so women right now trying it. Yeah, you know they're gonna be trying it. You know somebody gonna try it. You know some women out there right now that's trying it. Yeah, you're right. yeah, that was that was don't, slick how don't she try did that it. Shit. It's not gonna work. Right, yeah. that was some slick shit. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, get that out your head. It ain't happening. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. Don't try this at home. Don't try this. Yeah. <laughs> um. But so then Kane comes up in there. Kane was like, "Y'all still don't lock y'all doors. Like y'all ain't learned no lessons yet." After all of this, but that's when Kane right, and Tariq end up having a conversation about the plan and how Kane got to be on board. But how you know Tariq is letting him know it ain't as easy as you think. Like you know, killing your father—that's no—that's not no easy thing. Tariq was like, "I did it to save my family," which I still don't understand why he thinks he needs to kill Ghost to save his family. But whatever. That's two. That's that's no two idea. seasons ago. I'm not even arguing with that. that. To save himself, but right, exactly. You did that for your own edification, yeah. but whatever. Um. Sorry, how y'all feel about that scene? How that scene went down? Um, First of all, they didn't like any damn doors. Yeah. Secondly, secondly, shout out. I don't even like velours, but shout out to the Fendi velour. Yes, dope. But um, <laughs> well, let's but, let's talk about this for a minute. Why is Tariq still at the school? He should have been put out too. After Zeke really? left. After Zeke, after Zeke uh, dropped off. Oh, over. yeah, because that was the reason that he was supposed to, that he, yeah. that was the only term so that he could stay at Stansfield. Yeah. But that's why I was saying the minute, the minute that Zeke. And at the very least, school, canonical studies should be shut down right now. I mean, they don't got a professor for that course <laughs> right now. Both right. Tate, Tate about to be out. Karen <laughs> yeah. died. And, and that was the whole reason of him being in that course. It was an accelerated um, course where he would graduate, graduate faster. Yeah, so I mean, really, Tariq should be in fear of what his college life is getting ready to be like, you know, unless they spin it where instead of uh, her, um, Effie moving down to Stansville, maybe Tariq gonna go to Yale. I, I, I just don't see how he's gonna stay in Stansville because that's uh, a condition. Mr. Rashad Tate, I guess, yeah, yeah, but Tate look like he's getting ready to get up out of there too, though. He yeah, is, but even with him having a seat. Even with him having that seat, he still won't be able to. Um, he still would be able Poor to bring pieces around Poor in order for yep, in order for him to get there. Poor so got okay. it, got right. it. So we see Zeke go down to the police station to verify how Carrie really died. The police officer verifies what the the medical medical examiner said, but now he's thinking, you know, like, do you think it's more to it? Like, what you think? <laughs> You came down here asking for for what reason? And he was like, "Nah, I just want to make sure." Um, but of course, that was a weird scene. He opened a Pandora's box when he went down there. When he, he went down there talking to uh, Whitman, he opened a Pandora's box because everybody had already came to the resolve that Carrie had took her own life, uh-huh. and you know that was an open shut case. Now you go down here asking questions about it is now making people look into it a little deeper. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he opened a Pandora's box with that. But he did that in grief because he misses Carrie. He wants to kind of yeah. avenge her. Uh, so yeah. he made poor decision making. Excuse I me? I feel sorry for Zeke. <laughs> like you said, but I actually feel sorry for him. Why? Reason He's why? He's grieving just like me. He's grieving. He's probably. Like he, get out of here. <laughs> 
reason Keep why, you know, besides his stupid face and his big dumb look that he always be having and that weak ass jumper he be shooting, he's the most innocent in all this. Yeah. He's he really is. All this. Hey, he's just looking for a he's just looking for a truthful shoulder at this point. Because he feels like a Romeo Stupid and Juliet man. type of situation. I mean, the irony he's been lied to for 19, 23 years. Well, the thing about it is though, the, the very thing that Monet didn't want him to get caught up in the life, she didn't want him to be a part of the life. She tried to keep him out on the outskirts of the life, and he mm-hmm. ended up losing his life because of the life. So yeah. But he's the talent, though. You got to protect the talent. You got to protect the bag. You know that's. I, I just that's just the way. That's just the hood mentality. Like if somebody the lifestyle that they like to live, this person takes the fall anyway. Given the lifestyle that they like to live, would Zeke have been bringing in enough money to sustain the whole family's lifestyle? Me, yes. Uh, as an NBA player, their contracts are like two hundred million max deals. Yes, they don't spend up all Zeke money. <laughs> they probably were, basically, basically yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yes, these folks commit murders in designer. <laughs> they out here slide on people they in do. Clothes, commit murders. Listen, I don't think Zeke would have been. They able do, to, but I don't but, think Zeke would have been able to keep enough money. The, the I see why they treated lifestyle. him and they shielded him away from all that, you know, from all that shit because he has the talent. He was the way out of all this. You got to protect the talent. You got to protect the bag. Abby, you know you wrong for that. You need to stop. Oh, <laughs> my God. We're going to get to that what pulls my teeth because I, I that, that's a point Abby, I'm going to bring up. We'll, get to well, let's go ahead. And, we'll just go ahead and finish that part of it up. So later on in the episode, Whitman calls Zeke back to the police station to show him some pictures that show that Monet was in the neighborhood around the time that Carrie died. So which really which really confirms what Zeke already thought anyway was that Monet lied to him about where she was and that he mm-hmm. thinks that that Monet killed Zeke. Yeah. Um we see him drive off. We'll get to what happens later, but we see him drive off and of course like Damon just said, he just looking for somebody to tell him the truth. Like like he don't have nobody he can trust at this point. Yeah. And he was smashing it, so that was completely different. He was looking to find somebody. They tell the show Zeke fuck. Well, so then we have. Oh this yeah, the detective did show that. The detective yeah. did go, you know, eventually show that. The, yeah, he the found the traffic too. cams around um, Carrie's yeah, neighborhood. Right, the traffic mm-hmm. cams. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so then we have this whole conversation, and this is basically exactly sexual. Xavier. They go spit up all Zeke money on Fendi. <laughs> <laughs> basically <laughs> right um so then we had the scene where um um basically this is just setting tate up we see tate the dnc meeting with the senator well with the congressman that they got the the blackmail on and tate is such an arrogant ass like and i hate that they're writing his character. i hate that they're writing his character this arrogant you could be a little bit pompous but i mean he's just more around uh, just punch him in the face arrogant yeah, with your bare ass chin. Why you ain't got no hair on your chin? Hey, yeah. ain't no. Whoa, wait a minute. I like him like that. Don't do nothing. Don't do that. He gives him my Just because y'all part of the beard gang don't mean nothing. I like it. I like beard a clean gang. face. Beard gang forever. That's for fine, but I like a clean face, so it's nothing wrong with him having. A so clean you face. like a little mustache with nothing else? No, but I, like, I, I, I like a clean. That's face. what he got. He got the little mustache, but he's sexy, so that's fine. And then he got this, but he's an asshole. He is, but this is that he can still be sexy. Being an asshole and being sexy are not mutually exclusive. Carrie was sexy too. Carrie, Carrie was sexy right. too. Carrie was sexy.
sexy and she was a hoe. You see how that two things can be true? <laughs> she is a hoe. <laughs> you see how both you see how both of that can be true at the same time? Whatever, go make your point. <laughs> I'm gonna leave my baby mama alone now. She's not a hoe. Oh Lord, now she the baby mama. Lord have mercy. So Abby, whatever. Anyway, so all I was saying was we definitely see that this is setting us up for Tate's show. We see that they yep. basically do dude was really trying to push back because you know Tate was so arrogant and he was like, Man, fuck it. He was like, It happened, you know, 20 years ago. I'll take my chances. Uh-huh. He was like, They'll forget in six months. And they were like, yeah, they'll forget in six months. And in six months, I'll endorse you for the Senate seat. And so he basically is losing the Congress seat. But they're telling him after the scandal blows over, then they'll endorse him to take this to make the Senate race. So everybody walks away with something. But I don't trust Tate as far as I can throw him. And I don't think that that plan is going is going to work out that way. I don't trust Tate either. You backdoors your own brother in order to get to the spot that you you at now. It, you know, effort to get to the spot that you're on now. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. And I don't trust no man that ain't got no hair on his chin. They actually can grow it. DJ, he needed a hot chair because when he was sitting in that chair, he like a little kid sitting up there in that chair. <laughs> <laughs> he needed a booster seat for the chair he was sitting in. So, uh, I'm just saying. Yeah, I didn't like how he did his brother either. That was dirty. That was dirty right, right. That and was real dirty. So why they hell? Real dirty. He real can't man. be trusted. And even no. when even Sweeney said he was like, Yeah, good luck with this one, because he know he can't be trusted. Yeah, he told DNC right. dude, he said, Good luck with this one, because you're gonna have uh, something on your hands with this. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Extortion and blackmail and ain't gonna end at here. It ain't gonna end. Right. At exactly. here. right. Wait till and he again, wait till you have something that he wants. Right. And again, what pulls my teeth, I agree with you 100%. Because later on in the episode, we see Tate. You might as well go ahead and just finish that up. We yep. see Tate with his brother. And his brother Tamar, he lost his job. But last week, they said Tate said he made sure that he didn't lose his job. So, yep. what happened? Right. Uh-uh. And then uh, he lost his job and the witness didn't pan out. What did they say about the witness? Because they, they made a comment about they, they had tried to reach out to the lady in the park. Or they had uh, found out that she wasn't a credible witness or whatever the case may be. So the brother lost his job, really, for nothing. But that's what he said to begin with, that her, her story kept changing. That's why he didn't go talk to her to begin with. Right. So her story kept changing. It's a mess. All right, so... Um, True. All right, so next we see um, Dante and Kane talking. That's when Monet is like, listen, uh, ain't nobody going with us. I talked to Lorenzo. Drew not coming, Diana not coming, Zeke ain't coming. It's just me, you, and Kane. And Lorenzo was like, well, maybe we need to put a pause on this. <laughs> and Monet is like, no, we need to go on with the plan. Um, and that's when he tracks the bag. Oh, that's the other part I forgot. You know, uh, uh, Tariq decided, he figured out a way to, you know, forward the calls so that the tracker looked like he was still at school. I was like, come oh, oh, come on. <laughs> But we find out that Tariq is meeting up with um with the lawyer. Um, and we find out that he was able to successfully stop the adoption. Um, and he asked, you know, he asked Tariq, are you sure? You know, are you sure about this? And he's like, Yeah, Lorenzo, I mean, uh Dante sets up the meet with with Tariq uh when to come and get his bag and when he can get his money, and then the shit happens. Sack shows up and gives 
Tariq the bad news. Mm-hmm. And I think we saw a little bit of emotion out of Tariq. Tariq the best actor on it. Well, not the best, but he one of the best actors. As much as we might hate his character, he's one of the best actors on this damn show. He gives us the emotion. Him into Cal and Sex. Yep. I have to give him that. He is a good actor. Uh, the guy that plays Zax, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, well, I guess it was a little emotion, it was guilt, it was frustration mm-hmm. because this is what he didn't want to happen. Right. That was the whole purpose of him calling Brayden to get her out of Dodge or whatever. Exactly. So in my mind, he's probably thinking, damn, should I just left it alone? Wish she would have been okay. You know, mm-hmm. the, the whole purpose of him making the moves that he was making was to try to protect her from harm and it inadvertently end up happening. Pretty much. Right. So that's, I, honestly, I think next <laughs> season, I think that's another mistake for next season. <laughs> I think next season he's going to figure out that Brayden did it. Because remember, he asked Brayden, when they were at the dorm room, when he was packing up his stuff, he asked Brayden about Lauren and Brayden was like, oh, Lauren, you know, she drove off without me. She good. She 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 took off. And he was like, she just left. He was like, yeah, she left without me. And then when Kane was in there, Kane asked Brayden, so you took care of all of that? Yeah. Brayden yeah. was like, yeah, it's all good. All and Tariq was looking at them like, you know what how Tariq was about? face. Right. Like, well, like, what y'all talking about? Y'all talking about some other shit. Exactly. Well, so Ebony, this is how I want to explain that, Ebony. So Ebony's going back to the cell phone and the tracking. Okay, this is, this is how I'm going to explain that or how I interpret it. Tariq left the phone at the dorm. The, the location services are on the phone that's being tracked. He just mm-hmm. forwarded the calls to his phone so that if anyone called the phone, he would answer it. But if anyone tracked the phone, it would be at the dorm. That's how I explained that away because I didn't understand that at first either when he was like, I'm just going to forward the calls. Well, are you going to forward the location services on the phone too? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because, you know, people be, you know how people be tracking you. Using that location on your phone. You know what? What pulls my teeth? I kind of agree with you because we see that a lot with Sax. Uh, at, at some points, he's kind of like against Tariq, and then other points, he seems to be kind of feeling sorry for Tariq and trying to help him. Which one is it? Sex right. led by emotion. Which one is it? I sex mean, led. Sex, do you want to take him led. down? Do you want to take him down, or do you want to help him along he the led, way? He led. He led by emotion. He actually felt bad because he felt as though that he oh, did he feel he's not lying about this one situation that he probably didn't that he didn't have nothing he to do with. Did, he himself. didn't do this, right? So he he didn't do this. Just like when he was like, "Well, hell, you actually didn't kill a cop." Like you know, like he's like he's more into the truth, you know, and he's more sympathized, you know, empathy with the truth. Did you know? Him, somebody telling him some nonsense. Now, the moment that Tariq do something else, Sax is back on his ass. You know, I think it kind of goes back to what Tamika was trying to tell him when they was at the coffee shop that you know there is some good left in him. Right, we can save him. Yeah, we can save him. So maybe that's what he's calling back to is that okay, you know, maybe I can do something with this kid. But uh, you know, at the same time, he also realizes he is a Saint Patrick. He is a murderous bastard. He's a murderous little bastard. Yep. See each other. Right. So after that, <laughs> um, oh, hold on. Let me get to, I got to go to my next page. I got like four pages of notes. All right. So after that, um, after that, Sax goes and confronts Davis about it and lets Davis know that Lauren is dead. And he basically tries to put it on Davis. Like if you had never let Tariq listen to that wire, she would still be alive. And Davis was like, whoa, you're not going to put this on me. Like 
you you're not about to flip this back around on me. But Sachs has pretty much made up in his mind that this is on this is on you know this is on Davis and that Davis basically gave gave Tariq the ammunition. But he said Tariq and I mean he said yeah Tariq and Kane yeah. He said you let Tariq and Kane listen yeah, to he, that. Yeah, because he's right. He thinks he let Kane listen to it too because he knew mm-hmm. he was double. Well, he thinks that because Tariq right. heard it, that Kane knows about it too. At the very right, moment. yes, right. But I thought he it was interesting that he said Tariq Kane. and Kane instead right. of just instead of just instead of just you know Tariq. But you're right. Davis was like, that ain't got nothing to do. You can't put these body on me. You can't put carry on me. You can't put you know this right. on me. That 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 doesn't matter. That don't have nothing. To, that don't have nothing to do with the outcome. Which I believe that. Yeah, ultimately, kind of did. Yeah, I mean, it did, but it didn't. Lauren, Lauren signed her 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 check when she wore that wire. Yeah, because remember, it wasn't so well, much she that she cashed it, but it was cashed right. by Tariq once he heard the tape. Right, because honestly, Tariq gave her. I mean, if it wasn't for the fact, if if Tariq actually Tariq did it, well, I guess, well, I guess that's true because all reads lead to Tariq. Because if Tariq had never said nothing to Effie, Effie wouldn't have never said nothing to Kane. So I guess you're right. Exactly. <laughs> I guess exactly. you're right. Exactly. Stop telling this story all your business. And that was that was a you're uh, talking too much. You that was, he double dipping. that was a moment of reckoning for me for Tariq. I still don't like the character, but to hear him say that, you know, everybody that's around me uh end up having to go away or they want to get turned off. Because of me, I, I just I'm best. I'm toxic. I'm radioactive. Uh, right. I need to I need to stay away from people. And she was like, "Well, no, you got me. You got me." And she been to be thirsty or whatever. But your water getting ready to get turned off too if you keep messing around with Tariq. Tariq is toxic, and just like the grandma told him, every bad thing that's happened to the family is because of you. And he's now realizing that. So I think that kind of goes back to the dream he had last week with all the people that lost their life because of him, with the exception of jukebox. I don't know why they didn't show jukebox. But um, uh, is is Tariq realizing that okay, the way I'm moving, the things that I'm doing, it's causing people to lose their life all around me. Like ever since you got up here to the school, people have lost their life like crazy. Mm-hmm. Xavier, it, Effie is manipulative, but at the same time, even as like a 19 year old boy, if you know you mess around with all three women, you're not taking information that you give. You should not be taking information you get from this woman or something about this woman and pillow talking with the next woman that you're sleeping with because they all kind of going in the same circles. They all are someone, they all some somehow, some way intertwine with each other. Especially so when you know the two of them, especially when you know that two of them are in the life. They the same right. way. So why are you giving you? this type of information? That's one thing that I just j- just don't understand. I'm not mad if he's smashing all three at the age I of 19. I didn't have an issue with him going to Lauren for his source of comfort or his morality or whatever. Uh, but I had an issue with him constantly running up to uh, Diana and constantly running up in Effie face, telling her all your business. And you know that these, these women are in the life. And you're yeah. all, all you're doing is giving them ammunition to use against you later on down the road, dummy. You just love all three at some point. They all have been around each other. Yeah. Like, what are you doing that for? Like that's just messy and sloppy. So at that point, that's why I'm just like, whatever. I'm not mad for him smashing on three. You're a 19 year old kid. That's what you're gonna do anyway, or whatever. But I am mad that you're not for somebody who to for somebody to be so manipulative and move these pieces the way he wanted to move. You couldn't control that, right? You couldn't control that whole narrative, and he blew Especially it. Especially when you don't been robbed by both of them. 
Both of them don't rob you at this point. They're the same girl. Basically. Yeah. So um, we also found out Davis reminds Sax that he need to be on that case. And I mean, we Sax don't know it's his brother, but basically on the case to get his brother off. Now we find out later on in the episode that the brother's like, look, I talked to the doctor. It ain't looking good. Don't worry about me. Because don't, you know, if he pushed too hard, they're gonna find out that you the one that really did it. He was like, I don't want to get out just to change places with you. And again, I just feel like this was a throwaway storyline. I didn't understand why they even brought this on the show. Or they should have saved, saved, saved it for next season. Or they should have saved it for next season because that would have gave Davis that would have gave Davis a story arc for next season. Unless he has someone else to prosecute next season, there wouldn't have been a story arc for him. So I think it still saved. does. They it created a back, it created a backstory only because if you go back, you'd be like, "Well, the the, the person was four inches taller." You yep. see that he said that, "Oh, uh, little bro, well, I'm four inches taller than you." So yep. apparently, so apparently, what happened or whatever, we know that David, like you originally jail, said, David, David was the one that committed the murder. We know that, that he committed right. the murder. David, I think at some right. point in the next season, it'll come and bite him in the ass. They're gonna have to they're gonna find some way to try to get him uh disbarred and, and get him you know away from uh for him to lose his license. And I think that story is will come into play during season three. So I think it has some right. type of relevancy, you know. I just hate the way that but, it was kind of it, it was kind of spotty. But you know what? But they could have had that one scene at the end of the season. They didn't have to do what well, we had three scenes all season with, with Red Man, and it was mm-hmm. the same conversation all three times. You know yep. what I mean? Like there was no expand, yeah. yeah. There right. was no they expanding on the story. Exactly. They could have had that that last that scene that they had at the beginning of the season where Davis gave the case to Sachs. They could have had that mm-hmm. in last night's episode at the very end when Davis says, Sachs, I need you, you know, like like I, I like I have a, it's time for you to earn your pay. I need you for something. You know what I'm saying? And right. then showed him the case, and then we could have seen Method Man going to jail saying, look, I'm getting you out of here. I got somebody on it. And they could have had that same conversation when he said, look, don't have him pushing too hard because we don't know what they're going to find. And they could have left it at that, and that would have still took us into next season with the same information we've had all season long. You know what I mean? I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree it's a decent storyline for him for next season, but they just didn't have to drag it out like they did. It just didn't, yeah, it just didn't connect to nothing. But you know right. what pulls my teeth? I'm kind of thinking about that too. I was thinking about that earlier. We we we've heard so much references about Lauren's brother, and we haven't been introduced to who Lauren's brother is. So, is there a possibility that we're going to see Lauren's brother? Maybe because I agree with uh, what pulls my teeth. I agree that Lauren's family—that's not their personality. They would just let this go like that. Like they're just going to believe. First of all, the fact that she took off without telling them nothing—she didn't even have a bag with her. Remember, no. all she had was her purse. Like. And a car that they didn't own and that she didn't own. She had her own car. Exactly. So, so that whole storyline, yeah, that that definitely wouldn't have been a... a, a, It it would have been more to it. But then they say that she thought she was going to D.C. to visit somebody or something like that? Yeah. to D.C. She told her parents that she was going to D.C. Yep. Yep. But given the fact that what she's going through and she's in the midst of a murder trial, she's a witness, and they've had her in police protection, there's no way that her parents should have let her out of let the, let her out of their sight. So I, I feel like that was bad writing too. But then again, you know, um, going back to that back door left open. So that could be part of the reason why the back door is left open with Lauren's character where people think she's dead, but she's not. Mm-hmm. Right? 
So speaking of speaking of um Tariq telling Effie too much, of course, the first person he went back to was Effie and told Effie that Lauren was dead. And Effie, you know, you know, did what Effie does and you know, whatever. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> Y'all got anything to say about that? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I'm with you, like it's just it's whatever. whatever. <laughs> All right, so now we got we got a surprise this episode. We got a blast from the past. Next thing we see, yes, we see Tasha St. Patrick. Tasha St. Patrick. Her name, Vanessa. What? Vanessa Edwards. Vanessa. Vanessa Edwards. So it looks My girl like Tasha. She, um, when looks like she's some sort of college professor because they actually call her a professor at one point. She. All of a sudden, here's somebody. We see her. She now the first thing that I'm gonna call bullshit on, and I hate to be nitpicky, but the first thing I'm gonna call bullshit on is she had a whole family picture sitting in her place of her, Tariq, and the kids. That's bullshit. That is, yep. You she are not. No there's no way she would have had a picture of the of yep. her family. Yep. That's number one. Yep. Then, um, she. She heard somebody at the door. She wasn't sure who it was. Come to find out, it's Tamika. And Tamika was the one I called her professor, which made me think, oh, is that what they got her doing? They got her teaching. We know she did go to college, and we know she's smart as hell when it comes to finances. So I'm going to give her I was that. thinking that, too, because she was on the computer, and then, you know, she had books. Right, and it books says, the, book the, that, the book says something about financing or something like that. Yep. So if it's like some small little community college somewhere, I'll get him that. I'll get him that, right? But all of a sudden, she opens up the door. It's Tamika there. And who comes running out the car? What pulls my teeth to my she got on a good wig? <laughs> she did have on a good wig. No, not that wig. It's better than that wig they had her on. Yeah, that, 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 that's the best wig they've ever had, Tasha. What are you talking about? <laughs> but you can see where it's kind of right. You know what? Whatever. We're going to let that go, y'all. We're going to let it go. We're going to let it go. <laughs> so we see her reunited with Yasmin <laughs> in that nice Burberry coat. Look, they Burberry Fendi. Gucci and Louis, Louis Vuitton. They keep yep. them. And Christian Dior. And Gucci. And, and this is they were running Celine. They were running Celine. Because like Tariq had on the Gucci cardigan. I was yeah. like, hey, yeah. that ain't bad. Then he had the they Gucci had the on too. this uh, episode. So, I mean, they just got all the fashion that Gucci cardigan right. was fire. Yeah. Right. It I'm really was. Yeah, I'm just trying to be yeah, like, you know, I like that. Hey, uh, CP texted me last time. I like that Gucci sweater. I'm like, I do too. Right, that Gucci <laughs> party was, was nice. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. So, um, so we find out that Tamika said she pulled some strings. Which, again, I got to call bullshit on that. Tamika, you got fired. What strings do you have to pull? And you're in private practice. You're right. I mean, practice. even if you still have friends over there, don't nobody over there, nobody over there owe you nothing. And they can't rock anyway. with her like that no way because of the terms that she left her position. Right. That's what I'm saying. She got fired. She so, yeah. Uh-uh, not that wig look crispy. <laughs> <laughs> look something. <laughs> so, all right. So, she's reunited, reunited with Yasmin. They got new names, identities, yada, yada, yada. And she asked about Tariq, and Tamika tells her, basically, let that go. Don't think about it. She said, well, I just want to make sure he's okay. And, you know, basically, um, um, Tamika was like, you don't even want to know what your, what your son been up to. Like, you don't even, you don't even yeah. want to know. She said, I don't even know the person you're speaking of, actually. Yeah, I don't know who that person is. Right, like, I don't even know who you're talking about. I don't even know who you're talking about. But the crazy part, baby, she has access to the internet. 
So right, she she had, right. Yeah. like you could be Googling Tariq and know exactly what's going on. Right. But here's so here's where I gotta call bullshit for the third time in this scene. How the hell is Tariq there? Where are they? Is she well, in remember, at first they said she was in New Mexico, but that was like New Mexico. But my thing is, there's no way in hell that somebody as as recognizable as Tasha St. Patrick, she had been in newspapers, her face had been all over the TV, she had actually been arrested for this. There's no way in hell that they would have had her in witness protection close enough that anybody could have run into her. She wouldn't have been in upstate New York. She wouldn't have been in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. So how were they close enough that Tariq could be in the car? You know what I'm saying? Like that, right. oh, <laughs> going crazy. And I didn't even think about that. I just let my imagination go. And I hate to like, be nitpicky, but I was sitting there thinking, how the fuck is Tariq there? Like he got a whole, I mean, I know he don't have a tracker on him anymore, but he got a whole heist that he's planning in New York. Like what? When did you have time <laughs> to take a road trip with the FBI? Like what the fuck? And where was the road trip at? Because they wasn't supposed right. to be close. Like, didn't they go to like New Mexico? Some they said like she was that? in New Mexico. So what? Y'all got on a right. jet and flew. Like, so they on. got off the jet. They flew. They flew back and in look, the same day. You fly, listen, you maybe they got on Dante's Chicago jet. To you fly from Chicago to the West Coast all the time, right? Mm. Now from New York to New Mexico. Come on. Maybe they got on Dante's jet. <laughs> Maybe they got on an invisible jet, like Wonder Woman. I mean, like, well, how the fuck did they get anyway? It just was unrealistic that Tariq was there. Sorry, I'm just, I just can't. I just, I can't. Yeah, nah, well, would have been believable since they wanted, to, since Tariq wanted to talk to her so bad or whatever. Uh, right before they uh, uh, uh brought Yaz out, they should have had Tasha or, or they should have had Tariq on the phone and gave Tasha right, they could have had Tariq on the phone or. They could have showed Tariq back at the office watching all of this happen on a video. Yes. You know what I mean? That would be more believable, yes. Because I agree, Fresh, they might have lied about her being in New Mexico, but I go back to my original statement. It's no way they would have had her that close that they could just get in the car and ride. Yeah, They wouldn't have had her that close. She's too, her face is too recognizable in New York. And Tommy coming for that ass. Well, you know, didn't Ray Ray say that in the dream? Didn't Ray Ray say that to Tariq in a dream that Tommy gonna get your mom? Yeah, yeah, he sure did. Tommy coming for that ass. So I, I don't think we've seen the end of that. Tasha, thinks right, she- right. What pulls my teeth? He had time to go on a road trip to find Tasha, but he couldn't get Lauren out of town. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He had time to get Tasha, but uh, yeah, couldn't get poor Lauren out of town. Poor Angie. Well, he couldn't move. Well, he couldn't. Tariq couldn't move. Well, no, 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 no. Not, not that we talking about this. They did say in the episode when Tariq, the last time Tariq asked about her, remember Davis them said that uh, she was on the move, that her location, right. that she was moving from to a new location, that she was in New Mexico. And then Sachs came back and said, well, she was in New Mexico. She's, so maybe they brought her back to the outskirts of New York? I don't, I don't know. know. I, just, I just don't believe they would they bring her back. Again, I never worked for witness protection, but it just seems to me that they wouldn't put her somewhere that's that close. Maybe she's in Canada now. Right. Maybe, maybe, if, she, maybe if she had, <laughs> if now, she's, if you they, know what? They, I, I, I might give you Canada. I might. Yeah. It's still a, That's still a hump. That's still a hump. For, well, yeah, Buffalo to Niagara Falls. We're talking about what, maybe? Yeah, but from New York City to <laughs> Buffalo is a couple of hours. Yeah. 
Yeah, so maybe she's it, in Canada. It could be, it could be Canada, <laughs> but I'm thinking. I doubt it. But anyway, they was in Queens, right? If you in I'm Queens, not going, you we're not going to dwell on it. We're not going to dwell on. It. I'm just, I just have to point it out, y'all. I just got to point it out. But we're going to be a Utah it. Jazz fan. So then Tariq meets up with Drew to explain about the bag, and they go through this whole three card Monty. Basically, they're going to have three different bags, and they're going to use one as decoys, so nobody's going to know what a real bag is. We see them roll up um, and do and the why bag. why would they give change. the real bag to Diana of all of people? My thing is, how did, on short notice, did they find the same goddamn bag, three of them? Amazon? Yeah. I get, well, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. It didn't look like a bag that just, you know, you run in the store and just buy three or four bags. Like, it looked like a... Anyway, again, I'm being nitpicky. I'm gonna let like that go. Okay, they found a bag. <laughs> I'm being nitpicky. I'm being nitpicky. They but found I'm a bag. Retro. They should, Diana should have been the last one that got the bag. The yeah. real bag. There's no way. Listen, all Diana needed to do was stay at home and cook. Just, just stay your ass out of this. Yep. Yeah, Go make dinner for Poppy. Go stay yep. your ass out of there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is like, yo, <laughs> let me make you a sandwich. This is the first thing she did when he came home. Poppy, let me make you a sandwich. Right. right. Let me make you a right now. And Drew going to say to her, Diana, don't look in the bag. That's an invitation. That's an invitation. And I'm if not going to put that on Diana. That's on don't anybody. Don't touch wet paint. Tell me, don't look. That is the first thing I'm gonna do when I'm not around you is look, and maybe that's to my own detriment. But I'm just telling you, no, I don't know you like that. It's well, the dumbest thing ever. Go, it's like you want, it's like a kid and it said wet cement. You gonna write your name in that wet ass cement? No, it's not wet. Wait a minute, Rachel, you would do the same thing if I gave you. I know you would. If I gave you a bag and said, "Don't look in this bag. Just go take it. Just take it to to Jack of Jordans. Do not look in this bag." You are going to look in the back. I'm not gonna look in it. Me? I'm not gonna look at it. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I ain't looking at it. I don't want to be a cop to a damn thing. I wouldn't either. It's the reason you told me to look at it. I don't don't believe y'all. I don't believe either one of y'all. Anyway, (laughs) I don't believe y'all. But the crazy part, man. She didn't say anything about the uh the uh informant papers. So you right. told me the only thing that she saw in the bag was the bank account information. What is Tariq? She said about the passports or anything. But that makes me think what that they're Tariq not in that bag. That Tariq still got them papers. That's where I was going yeah. with that. That's where I was going with it. And Tariq still yeah. got the papers. I think Tariq pulled that because listen, that's gonna be Tariq's ace in the hole next season. When we'll get there, but when that detective starts coming for him, that's gonna be his ace in the hole. But we'll get to that at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Well, um, since she found paperwork in the bag about the bank accounts, is it safe to assume that they've already been set up? I think yeah, so. I think they are. So maybe she does end up with the money after all there. I don't know. I don't know. So how do y'all feel about this whole plan to play three-card Monty with the damn bags? Ocean's 11. Yeah, pretty much. Ocean and then 11. we see McVeigh is right there following him. He wasn't fooled. Dante wasn't fooled. They knew that that it was some some okie doke going on. They knew it was some flipping dipping going on. That mm-hmm. that irritated me because Carlito is following Drew all around the city. This great Maxim will just show up everywhere, everywhere, every scene. That great Maxim was there, and nobody took notice of the fact that we being followed. But y'all remember the last episode, and I was like, uh, the last show that we did, and I was like, yo, I think like BSK is you know behind the shooting. You know, I think it's possibly be you know BSK. You know, that possibly shot at Zeke and uh and Zeke and, Bo- and, and Monet. 
Maybe I moved too far along. Chris, I was like, I know, I you right. Authentically young, you're right. I forgot. I forgot. Um, Tariq did still have on his ankle bracelet. You're right. You're right. You're right. Get Xavier about Diana, Queen Diana. <laughs> Tell me she had Queen Pin. Ain't nobody fooling with Xavier and his queen. <laughs> you only make sandwiches when she wants to. <laughs> you only make sandwiches when she wants to. <laughs> make you a sandwich, Poppy. <laughs> Uh, All right, so, so after we see this, Drew gets a text from Everett talking about something. I need to see you. It's an emergency. Listen, please listen. kill him. Get rid of him. There's absolutely no reason story. in the world why Drew was supposed to go up to that school until the mission was complete. There's a reason why he should went up there to kill him. Right. You text your boyfriend and say, I'm working on some family business. I'm not going to be able to get up there till tomorrow. Are you kidding me? Are you? I could. I was like, are you serious right now? I'm so sick kill of that him. Let's go on. I'm so sick <laughs> like, of that Especially with yeah, Zeke off the team no now. Zeke is dead. Get rid of Everett. There is no reason yeah, for this he character He serves no anymore. purpose. He, there let's is kill no him. Let's get it over with. He is a threat to your get family, him. Drew. Kill him of. and let's move on. Yes. So then we see, all right, so now we get to some action. This, this scene was actually pretty tight. I like this scene. We see Tariq in the car with Kane. And they're waiting on Lorenzo to make the to make the to, to hit the exchange so they could. And this is where Kane thinks he's supposed to be killing his father. Um, but the two of them end up doing what they do. They always end up bickering and shit, going back and forth over the same, they arguing over the same shit. Then Lorenzo pulls up and they go inside. And this scene, I thought this scene was actually pretty decent. This shootout. But just as now, do y'all think that it didn't make sense to me? I have questions about that, but go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, go ahead. I'm just gonna throw a question out. Go ahead. Well, one, I would have liked to seen that Kane and um Tariq had some type of a makeup. I would have liked to have I would like to have seen where Kane would have explained what his disdain is towards Tariq. Why? Because I felt like once he came to that realization that Monet was pitting them against each other in that episode, that his beef with Tariq would kind of go away. So, you know, when he started asking about Lauren and uh, whatever, I really expected them to have a conversation about why Kane doesn't like Tariq. I was looking for them to have some type of uh, further explanation as to why Kane is so threatened by Tariq. Second, I really didn't understand the whole scene at the warehouse whatsoever because weren't they there for a re-up? So how did the bag get brought into the equation? Because wasn't Lorenzo, the whole purpose of Lorenzo being there was for the re-up? So how do we get on this whole narrative about the bag? I didn't understand how the bag just showed up anyway either. Like there was never a conversation that yeah. it was like, okay, because Lorenzo never had said to Kane that I arranged for a small uh, re-up for Lorenzo. That was the place where they were supposed to go to take him out at. So mm-hmm. Lorenzo's purpose of being there was to get the re-up, right? And then you're right. I don't know how the bag got it, child. How did, how I don't know how the bag got it. Bring into the equation. I told I don't you, the bag got involved either. either. Yeah, I told you this whole plan lost me. So I kind of just was writing notes as I saw it because I said, y'all going to have to explain some stuff to me. But okay, y'all, we can't explain it to each other. <laughs> yeah, we're confused. I told you I had questions about that. <laughs> All right. So the question I that questions. I was going to throw out was, do you think that, do you think that Kane would have been able to pull the trigger if Tariq hadn't stopped him? Because yeah. Kane was about to, he, I mean, he had it lined up like he was going to take the shot. Yep. And then Tariq was like, yo, we're not here to kill your father. Like, we're here to protect him. Like, I'm like, what? Y'all think he would have been able to pull the trigger? Nope. I think if he would have, he would have missed. I think <laughs> he would have pulled the trigger. 
Ebony and Xavier, they so funny. <laughs> Damn, I'm telling you, they listen. Yo, she is going in on Diana. <laughs> I'm right there with you, though, Ebony. I don't like her either. I don't like her either. At first, at the beginning, I, I was like, all right, she cool. Okay, so well, Xavier's saying that uh, Lorenzo was supposed to be exchanging the bag. But when? When did that happen? I don't know. Because then that would mean that that... Oh! But no! Well, I I don't know because remember they blame they blame the, they blame the robbery on Lorenzo. Okay, so, so oh okay, okay, okay. right okay, so that's right they did they blame the robbery on, on Lorenzo. We keep thinking back on who really did the who robbery. Really did it. Yeah, so maybe okay. that's how Lorenzo got in it. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, that makes sense now. Good job, Xavier, because I missed that one. That one went over my head. Yeah, yeah it, went over, <laughs> it went over both of my heads. All right. <laughs> So we have the whole shootout. Then they end up taking out all of Dante's soldiers, and that's um, unrealistic too. Yeah, well, they took these them are trained out. killers. These are trained killers. They should not have been able to take them out that easy. Street though, street though. You know, they kind of, kind of went in there. Guess what? Who wasn't strong and who didn't get taken out was old girl. What happened to uh, Raquel? Was it Raquel or is it Rocky? It was Raquel, Raquel, I thought. Whatever, that is. But I think that the whole, I think like the whole, um, the whole thing with that uh, warehouse scene, I think because Kane and Tariq kind of had to drop on them a little bit, it kind of gave them somewhat of an advantage because they didn't know that it was there. But it's only somewhat of a it's only somewhat of an advantage. <laughs> Maybe so, but in that moment, that was a fine time to tell Kane that who who the target was. <laughs> I mean, they got because that, like, what if he would have pulled the trigger? What yeah, if he what if he right, that's what I'm saying. Like that's like, why he already I had him in the line. He could have lined him up right there. Right, yeah. and it seemed to me like Kane. I mean, I know Kane can be a loose cannon, but in this one. I don't think he would have went rogue. I think he would have followed the plan. So I don't understand the need to keep him in the dark. Like I didn't, I just didn't understand it. Because anyway, he played his position, position in, the, in the first plan that they came up with with the robbery. He played his position. So I agree. I I, I felt like he would have played his part. Right. So but I, felt like, but I felt like because he because they know that he can be unpredictable. Yeah. It, it was, was too, too much, much of a risk. risk. It was too much of you a know, move. You know, whatever. They probably should have just came clean with, clean with him so he could just have a complete understanding of what the hell is going on. But because he's so unpredictable, because of the whole switching the sugar thing and what he did with Mecca, you know, they probably felt as though that it was better for him leaving in the dark. But like I said, what if he would have went rogue and he would have, you know what, I don't need Tariq to do this. I can catch, I can catch Lorenzo on my own time and, and do him in. I, I don't know. I don't well, like disrespecting badass kids either. Right. Well, at the end of the and shootout, this show is full of them. At the end of the shootout, they realized that Drew is in trouble because they realized that McVeigh, McVale, or whatever has been keeping a tab on them. But this is the other part that I thought, excuse me, I thought was stupid. When they picked up dude's phone and realized that that Mecca was waiting for a text back saying it happened, or why didn't they send the text? Why didn't he text him back? That's what right. I was too. He opened up his phone. He used dude's eyes to open up the phone. Why didn't he text back? Got him done something. Right. Like that would have made sense because Mecca. Because when Mecca took a picture of the bag, right? Took a picture of the bag. Exactly. When Mecca realized that he wasn't getting the text back, 
that's when he called his handler and said, I think I've been compromised because he knows something ain't right. Now, he don't know which direction is coming, but he knows something ain't right. Right. All right. So he tells um, Monet to tell Tariq to meet at the um, to meet at the penthouse. They got to change the plans because, again, he knows something ain't right. He just don't know where it's coming from. Now, while that's going on, Tariq, <coughs> excuse me, Tariq and um, Kane are running up the campus to go sell, save Drew's ass. Mm-mm. Tariq went on to get the bag from. Oh Diana. no, that's right. I forgot. I forgot. Right. Tariq wasn't with Kane. Kane went up to Kane. Yeah. So we see Drew with the boyfriend, and the boyfriend is mad because he realized that Drew stole his damn ID and went into a part of the school that he wasn't supposed to go into. And Drew was trying to play the Jedi mind trick on him, talking about so you don't trust me. Why would I do that? I don't have time for this right now. You we didn't have time about when you like, left. You don't think my trust is important? We're I'm like, no. I guess what I'm having a hard time understanding with this. No, Xavier, he didn't. I just looked at that scene again. The dude, he didn't text him. He was waiting. He was looking at the phone. He was like, let me know when it's done. He never got a text back saying that it was done. That's why he freaked out and called his handler. Yeah, That's why he called his handler because he knew, again, he didn't know what had happened, but he knew something didn't go according to plan. Well, here's my thing about the whole ID because we talked about that last week about that ID going to show back up again. My whole thing with that is if security had flagged Drew's, I mean, uh, Everett's badge saying that it went into an unrestricted area, shouldn't it have been flagging Tariq's and Braden's all season? <laughs> it, everybody oh. else, everybody else have been up here to this building. And what about the fact that Diana hadn't been up there previously without a badge? Because you remember when she was coming up one day. Um, and Lauren was coming down. She's like, oh, I'll bring you here and you you bring her. So she didn't need a badge to get up there before. That was bad writing. That was bad writing. Why would security flag Everett's badge from going up there when you got Lauren, Brayden, uh, Tariq, they don't been up there all season. Mm-hmm. And, security just now, and security just now understanding that, hey, you got these kids up here in an unrestricted area. Bad writing. But yeah, I agree. They should have they should have used that moment to keep finessing Mecca and let him think that Lorenzo was dead. And hell, Lorenzo could have sent him a picture of the one of the fake bags and said bag secured. Right. He could have said bag secured or whatever. So anyway, we're up on campus and McVeigh, McVale, whatever his name is, he Carlito. then rolled up on Drew and basically they they about to kill Drew. They want to know where the real bag is. They think Drew got it, but they realize Drew got a decoy too. They want to know who has the real bag, and they proceed to start whooping Drew's ass. Now, in that moment, I text Retro and was like, Drew about to die. Because yeah. <laughs> I really thought they were going to kill him because I don't see no use for Drew's character either. You don't see no use for Drew's character? I mean, other than other than the irritate Kane, no. <laughs> other than the irritate I mean, Kane, Kane I mean, that, they kind of... They have because, a love relationship because because the way it ended up panning out, the, the way it ended up happening, Drew still have a reason to be alive because he stills what's the name number two. He's still Lorenzo's number two. Yep, he's still Tahada's number two. So he, so and he has a, so he has conflict. a reason. There's still gonna be further conflict between him and Kane because of it. That's you know what's crazy. I thought I thought everyone was gonna walk back out I of the building too. and say something to, and say something else, and they was gonna shoot him. No, what I thought was when they were whooping Drew's ass, I thought mm. that Everett was going to come out and try to uh, 
uh, save Drew, you know, rescue Drew, and that's how mm-hmm. he got killed. I would have that would have been a perfect way to send that character off. That yeah, I, I would have thought that he would have said something just all the nerves out there to raise up him and just let one go, and he would have he would die. Drew out there getting his ass whooped. People would have came out there and got involved in the fight, and a struggle would ensue. He would have mm-hmm. shot and killed. That would have been a perfect way to send his character on out the door. Because yeah, so I, yeah I, I thought I thought that was just, I thought at least because without Zeke in the whole basketball thing the anymore, ever. there's no use for his character anymore. He he, he was a part and of on top of that. Game. He's a on top of that. He's a rat fuck just like Lauren and 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 Mecca. He needs to die. He needs to go. There's but but I feel like there's different levels to snitching. These nah, people, well, hell no, these, no. These people hell were not no. snitching. They were not snitching on their own. They were manipulated. They they are college kids. They didn't snitching know any better. They're not in the streets. They're not it in the streets. They didn't, know, they didn't snitching. know that they were snitching. They didn't know that they were snitching. Oh, they didn't ask no. question. You rat, you rat. It's no different than with Zeke. It's no different when they took Zeke down and they was asking Zeke all them questions and Zeke pulled that PBA card out. Why? Because he didn't know any better. They Lauren and Everett. They're innocent. They didn't know any better. They they didn't know any better. They didn't know. They wasn't trying to get anyone caught up in the life. Zeke didn't even know. Zeke didn't even know that he was dead. So he had no idea that he was even dead. Snitching is snitching. If you see something and you you see an ass whooping going on outside of the club and this and the other, and you sitting there pointing fingers, this person was there, this person was there, that person was there. That's just blatantly snitching. But if you are threatened with prosecution. Then you have to think about your own self-preservation. That don't mean you ain't different than what we've seen um, Tariq do. Tariq don't care about loyalty to anyone. So why that do you don't mean that you be loyal to him? He don't care. That don't mean that you ain't snitching because because you did because you being disloyal to someone because someone's not being loyal to you. That don't mean that you ain't snitching. You I don't snitching. think that they were snitching. I don't think that they were snitching. I think that they just got caught up in the life and they didn't know how to move in the life. That, that they were just innocent. They were innocent in it and they were just being exploited. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh so next but that still week, would have been a good way to get rid of his character, in my opinion. I agree with that. Now that I agree with. I agree with. Um, so then we see Lorenzo back at the house with Diana, and he asked her what was in the bag. She was like, What you talking about? And he was like, Whatever, I know my child, what was in the bag? And she tells him that there was information in there about bank accounts for all three of the kids, right? Well, really, four of you add Zeke in. And then Lorenzo takes off. That is the dumbest shit. I, I don't understand that at all. I have no idea. He knew what the plan was. Monet told him that Drew had, I mean, that, that Mecca had done all of this, that Mecca wanted to run away and take all of the kids. She told him all of this. Why would he? And if he was going to go after Lorenzo, why would he go to where the plane was? Like, how did he even know where that place was? That's what I was just getting ready to say because he had never been up there. Not that I remember. Maybe, maybe y'all remember. I don't no, remember. Him he had never been up there because when they met, when they had their meetup, they were I know at that's the, right, uh, a, abandoned warehouse. They were at some kind of abandoned warehouse. How did he know where the hangar was? Right. How did he even know to go up there? But he runs up and there. He just walked in there. Right. He just right. No security, no nothing. He just rolled up in there and he but sees somebody there. getting out of a car who clearly isn't mecca because zeke is like six foot 20 with a hoodie on and he just thought shoot and he walks stupid so (laughs) (laughs) so so that was a good twist that was a good twist poorly executed 
but a good twist. A good right, twist. because again, Zeke needed to die because there's just no use for him anymore. But that mm. the way they did that was just stupid. It was just stupid. And Zeke, if you are mad and like, why was Zeke there? Why was Zeke even go to yeah, the plane? I don't necessarily think that he needed to die per se. He didn't earn his death. His water should have yeah. gotten cut off this way. Um, now they were gonna cut his water off. They should have let it happen later on in the season. They it was just a no reason it. for him, though. They should have made it. They should have made it where Zeke got in the life and his his water got caught off that way. He but, wasn't smart enough to be in nobody's life. But the thing is, if you were gonna bring <laughs> the rest of Monet's family in next season, if you was gonna bring the rest of Monet's family in next season, then you need to keep um Zeke around for that. But I don't see the point of them bringing Monet's family in next season now that Zeke's gone. I, mean, I don't know. I guess they show up for the funeral. <laughs> this is probably the third funeral that we've seen in the series of the whole power series period. So maybe they'll have a funeral for Zeke, right? <laughs> maybe they're going to have a good old funeral for him, child. Yeah, you know, Monet's right. I don't understand why Zeke was Gucci, even getting on the damn Gary plane. It, that just didn't make sense to me that Zeke was even going to get on the plane. You like, realize that Monet lied to you. You don't trust I guess him. He was, I guess he was uh, going to just say... Uh, Run off with I, I I didn't understand that party unless he was just coming to confront them. Maybe and that's what I'm saying. Maybe he was going up there to confront them. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he was going to confront them. Uh, it could have been done better. It could have been done yeah. better. It could have been phone call. Hey, are y'all at the plane? Y'all loading up for the plane or whatever? I'm away. I decided that I'm coming. It could have been. I don't know. You already don't trust them. So exactly. what are you going on the plane for? Do you feel as though he had nothing else to gain? In New York, and he might as well take his chances or whatever the hell. Yeah, they because the remember what Mecca told him. They could have put something that, between to put yeah, those two pieces together to explain why he came to the decision to want to go get on the plane. Right. Yeah, because ultimately left his death. We didn't see that resolution at all. Yeah. Poor Zeke. Poor Zeke. Whatever. So while this is going on, Monet and Dante are at the penthouse, and that's where Monet finally pulls her gun on him and lets her know, lets him know, listen. It was never you, nigga. It was yeah, never you. sweet. <laughs> and sweet. he's letting her know that, you know, he would have moved mountains for her. He loved her. Blah, 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 blah. Now, while this is going on, Tariq is on his way up on the elevator because Dante just let him in the penthouse. Um, Another unbelievable Monet scene. Monet shot him point blank in the head. Another unbelievable scene. Well, tell me, why was it unbelievable? Uh, well, first off, uh, it would have been one thing if Tariq would have went up the back stairwell, stairway like how Drew and Lil Guap did, and Monet would have had the back door open. But for him to go to the front desk and say they're expecting me, first of all, you showing your face, you're on camera at the front desk, they see the bag in your hand, you get up on the elevator. How did y'all get out of there? How, how did they get out of there and not be seen? They screw up the cameras for uh, um, Mecca's penthouse, but what about the cameras for the rest of the building? How did they get out of there? And the only thing that they had left was a steal of him at the front desk. And I, how did the, the and I mean, I guess they paid off the doorman because he didn't remember nothing. That's Come what I was now. thinking too. That's what I was thinking too. Now, what it would have been, now, I would have accepted this scene, no problem. If they would have shown when Tariq went to that uh, front desk and say they expect me at the penthouse and gave that uh, front desk got some money like how he did the girl at the juice shop, right? If he would have done something like that, then that would have explained that okay they're paying the doorman off. Mm. Or it, it goes back to what we were saying last week about how did Monet get into the penthouse? It's the same thing. How did they get out? 
And then there's a, a gunshots don't ring off in the building. Everybody in the building should have been on high alert. They heard it on, they heard it on the elevator. Yeah, he heard, he heard it. He heard it on the elevator. If the penthouse was that high, then he wouldn't have heard it on the elevator unless he was just getting. I mean, he's, hmm. I agree with pulls my teeth at this point. Why even like that's what that's what Retro just said. Why even bring her family in now? If Zeke's dead, ain't really no need to bring them in. Mm -mm. Right. Because that, that was a better story. There was a better story to be told with that. Because now we could have seen it could have been like a, a Mercedes and Patrice Woodbine type mother-daughter relationship. We would have seen where okay, hey, this is why Monet turned out the way she was. Uh, if they're gonna bring the family in, and you know, the family made this decision for her about hiding Zeke's um paternity and his age and all that stuff. But I'm not interested in this story anymore. Now the, the character that is re related to is gone. So exactly. No I mean, I'm, I really don't care anymore either. Yeah. Um. All right. So back at the house, Monet's back at the house. She lets them know that it's done. Lorenzo shows up. Diana, Diana's there. To, and they um, back at the table there. Yeah. And she says to Kane, she said, "So Kane, are we good?" And he was like, "Yeah, we good, but I don't think they good." <laughs> well, that conversation is gonna come, Xavier, up. Conversation gonna come back up again. Why did you trick me into thinking? Right. I Why didn't you think? Yeah. Right. Why didn't you think you could be honest? But you told Tariq the whole the story. You told Tariq the plan, but you still left me in the dark. Like again, I just don't understand why we keep recycling this whole Tariq uh, storyline with 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 um what's his name with Kane. Hey, like it's just hey. it's so redundant. It is very redundant at this point, and it's not making any sense to the story, unless it's just driving further conflict for future seasons and future episodes that Kane and Tariq is always going to have this adversary type relationship. Because I see, like I see in the future, one of them will have to go. Yeah, one of them is going to have to go, but see, neither one of them can take each other out because well, of. See, that's my prediction now. If y'all go back in time, y'all remember at the beginning of the final season of Power. What did I tell y'all? I said Tariq is going to kill Ghost because it's going to have to be that whole, you know, Kane, father and son. The, 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 you know, I said it at the beginning of the season and I feel the same way. That's going to be the series finale. One of them is going to have to kill the other in order for one of them to be the king. And if it's going to yeah. be Tariq, then eventually Tariq is going to kill Kane, but not right now. They're just going to keep doing this head button thing yeah. for however many more and seasons. I think that's but why that's I keep going the, when going, they finally decide to end the go. season. Right when they finally decide to end the series, I think it's going to come down to 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 Kane and Tariq. I think that's going to be the showdown. But I don't. I could be wrong. But I think that's going to be the showdown. I think uh, this series is going to end a little bit differently because I hope that it's not the way it goes. To be quite honest with you, because then it's kind of going to be what we expected. What I would like to expect is they keep Tariq's character around, but just send him off to jail. Uh, what He's they didn't do, with, what they didn't do with Tommy, what they didn't do with Ghost. I mean, it's. I mean, if they kill him, that's that's what we expect them to do. But if they really want to bring this show back again, uh, with with Tariq, send him to jail. Kill him. Right. So, but that's I agree with you. Um, again, um, plenty of reason to kill him. Oh, right, plenty of it, but it, needs to be, <laughs> it don't need to be in Kane's hand for me to be satisfied with Tariq dying. It's gonna have to be in somebody like Tommy's hand, it's gonna have to be in like a Lisa Marie hand, it's gonna have to be somebody that you know, you affected directly. Yes, no, I'm saying, let me tell y'all something. We talked about this that final season of, of Power. I'm here for that now. I'm here for Lisa Marie coming for Tariq. I am so here for it. I am so here for that. It can't be a character like Kane. Kane, I mean, Tariq has done way worse to others. 
and has earned his death. So for someone to cut his water off, it's going to have to be somebody like Tom. It's going to have to be somebody like Ghost, uh, a character like that. Hell, I could even be satisfied if it was uh, two-bit. But for it to be Kane, I mean, that's predictable and expectable. We've seen conflict build up between those two characters for two seasons. So for whoever to take Tariq out, if he if they don't send him off the jail in the final episode and let him just ride in jail and let him live with all his his decision making, then it needs to be somebody uh, that he's truly, truly, truly taking something away from. Like who is that? So eventually, Maybe. everybody. Oh, I'm sorry, my bad, my bad. No, go ahead, ma. No, I'm just saying. Eventually, everybody makes it back to the house except for Zeke. And they get the news that Dante has been found dead. Da 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 da. Is on the news because he's, you know, of course, his cover is that he's this big businessman. And Diana almost looks at Monet like, "Damn, you really did it." And Monet is giving like her she was down like, here, like you little bitch, <laughs> right? right. Like and Monet is like, I, you know, it's, it's family over everything. And then you got Lorenzo on the corner looking stupid because he realizes that Monet was never going to double cross him. But now he's trying to figure out, well, who the fuck did I kill? Cause he know that he thought he shot a dude at the at the plane, so mm, now was, he's thinking, was, "Well, was who the fuck did I kill?" But they say he was killed at the penthouse, so right. And they showed it. Yeah, they showed it. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it was on the news. Is that right? That's what I'm saying. It was on the news, so we had that going down. Um, and now we start. We we see where they're back at the penthouse with Lorenzo's body, and once again we got a recycled character coming back and. I'm going to be honest with y'all. This is unrealistic. There's no way in the world that her ass got fired from New York Police Department and now she's DEA. Come on. And, I don't see that happening either. And, and she had been working with... Um, um, and she, right. Everybody keeps talking about how Billy Badass Lorenzo is. And you mean to tell me that she's the one that that's his handler? No. Hell no. Because that would make it... That would imply that she has been his handler since power. Right, and that's not that's bullshit. And she was, um, she wasn't even a, a police officer. She wasn't even a detective in the other. She was on the, uh, the, uh, the ethics. She was a part of the uh, police, you know, internal affairs. She was a mm. part of internal affairs. Oh, she was a part of internal affairs. Right, right, right. And she was coming to investigate Angela. Yeah, so you yeah. told me that all this time for Lobos, the Jimenez, Milan, and all them, she was, uh. Dante's handler all this time. Come on, yo, that was unbelievable. Right, that was. And, and let me put a pin in that. Let's go back. We, we, and then look, me. all this time she was looking for all this evidence back in power to convict James or whatever. Why wasn't she utilizing her CIVN when she was running around here trying to get Dre to flip on ghosts and she was trying to run right. around here and get all this? Why right. weren't you using your CIVN? So how did she become? How did right. she get so the DA? Now put a so we got to go back to when Tariq was talking to Sax in the limo or well, in, the, in the SUV, and Tariq asked him about Dante, and he let him know, yeah, Dante is the reason why we were able, like we were able to even build up a case against your father. So you know he kind of confirmed what Dante has said about the whole Lobos situation or whatever. All right, we almost at the end, y'all. We almost that's at a, the end. Um, that's a, a fact, uh, French Uranus. That's, that's a fact. Oh, what? Came up with the idea for them to move product. It makes Kane jealous that he didn't do it and threatened it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah well, we definitely know they got that whole Kane and Abel thing working out. But so now we started getting into the conclusion. We see um, 
Sacks talking to Jenny, basically letting Jenny know. What's the first thing I told y'all about Xavier? I told you. <laughs> he wild. You did. You warned us very well about him. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier, that's my that's my that's my baby right there. Xavier, that's my baby. But um, so Sax is with Jenny, basically letting us know that he's gonna flip on Davis and he's gonna start feeding her whatever information he can feed her. So that she can make here, we need to talk about that, but go ahead, uh All right, well, we could come back to it. Um, we see Davis with his brother. We already talked about that. We see Tariq with Effie uh and She's talking about transferring down to Stansfield. They all in love and shit. They all booed up. We see Tate with his brother. We already talked about that, how his brother lost his job, pissed off at Tate. And Tate still, Tate just don't give a fuck. Like, he just don't care. Long Tate, like, going to be a part of my security long team. As long as he win, he don't care about right. what, what happened. Be the head of my security you team. Know what? I'm glad they're following. And I didn't realize that we've had Tate this long. We've had Tate for a while now. Mm-hmm. And you know, and ever since we've had him, he's kind of always lost because he lost the ghost, he lost the governor's race, uh, he lost to the Queen's Child Project. So, you know, it's it's finally looks like it finally is his opportunity to win. So I, I, this is just a segue into his show if they give him his show or yeah, because I'm gonna be I don't know if he's getting a show anymore because I saw an advertisement for Tommy and it said they saved the last power spinoff. They saved the best power spinoff for last. And I was like, so if Tommy is the last spinoff, does that mean Tate not getting his show now? I guess not, unless they're setting it up for future seasons. For book- So maybe he's going to just be in book two. Maybe. His, maybe, his they decided, maybe they decided what we already said is that he can't carry it. Like, nobody really, he can't carry a whole show. Yeah, because there's, I mean, now, if they I were, mean, his character can't. Lorenz yeah. can carry whatever he wants. But see, what they would have done was why they should have killed Ghost off, which is why they should have killed Ghost off, was that that whole story with Ghost becoming Lieutenant Governor, that would have made an uh, adversary for Tate. That would have been easy to carry over to Tate's show. You know, him in the Governor's Mansion and all that stuff. But now that Ghost is gone, he's finagled and swindled his way to the Senator's seat where are the recurring characters that are going to be wrapped around Tate? So you're going to bring it. It's just like with Tommy's show, and we'll get there when we talk about Tommy's show. We got a cast of a whole new cast of characters that we got to learn and get invested in or whatever, because all these characters over in Tommy are boring to me. Like, I don't know nothing about them. I'm not interested in knowing anything about them. I'm going to listen. We'll, we'll, we can, we'll have a Tommy yeah, we'll conversation talk, yeah. with Tommy. But we definitely got some things to say about Tommy. Okay, so... But I want to talk about what pulls my teeth comment real quick. Mecca's background is still odd to me. Sales, drug, and weapons has accrued by the informant who had to be moved out of the country. So are we saying that the the government allowed him to continue to operate a criminal organization as an informant? But the government does that all the time. Yes, I don't know nothing about that life. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, shut up. You watch no absolutely up. yes. Fresh, where you at? Fresh, <laughs> you watch no but that's what I'm saying. Like, a, yes. a lot of times, it's a lot of times the government does turn a blind eye to that if you're bringing them what they need, and Mecca is bringing them what they need because Sachs had said in the limo with uh, when they was in there with Tariq. That uh, you know him, he was sanctioned from being in the U.S. because yeah. of 
of what he was doing. So, the, which made me wonder, well, how the hell is he back in the U.S.? That's what, well, I, was getting, everybody the that's what I was just getting ready to say. But how he, did he even get back? Right. And so what was the had, reason of coming so, back? Do you believe what his reason was when he said? Because um, remember he told Zeke, um, I, I think that was a moment of truth. But there were so many lies that was told in that scene. It's hard to tell what was the truth and what was the lie because remember he said I would have never came back unless until I seen y'all on ESPN, and that's when I came back. So do you really think that was the reason that brought him back? Or I don't was know. It, or was it Ghost Death that brought him back? What brought him back to New York, particularly? I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, I kind of feel like that that was a moment of truth when he but said I that I saw y'all on ESPN. That's what brought me. Back what I do know is that when you deal with like the federal, like when you like when you deal with these on the fed level, is like that is they know that they can pull the rug away from you any other time, anytime they want to. So if you bring it in, if you just one big fish, but you could bring 20 other big fishes with you, if I still leave you out there in the streets, then they're gonna leave you out there in the streets. They can bring him in anytime that they want to, yeah, and convict him on anything that they want to when they need to. But he got access to he had access to ghosts. To Lobos, to Jimenez, he has so many. Like he was in so many different pockets that it was more beneficial for the feds to leave him out in the streets, tell him what they need to. They get more drugs, more guns, all the streets with him being out there than him not being out there because he and in so you many know different what? pockets. And 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 I would have really wished that Tommy. I, I really wish a lot of this would have been information that maybe been privy to Tommy since he's still alive. He was alive with all this stuff that was going on with Lobos and all of them, but it, it was also a little nugget that Sachs dropped as well. And I wonder if this is going to change Tariq's narrative just a tad bit when he revealed to Tariq that the Eastern District would never been investigating your father, would never been involved in your fa father if it wasn't for Dante. Mm -hmm. So because Dante snitching on a Lobos organization, your father and Tommy were working for Lobos. That you know. He would have never been involved in any criminal prosecutions if it hadn't been for their CI. So I wonder what they're giving us with that. I don't know. Because I feel like uh, Sachs revealing that Tariq was a moment of revelation to him, but for what reason? I don't know. We'll find out, though. We'll find out. So you said you want so that was so then we see tasha with with yaz and all of a sudden yaz finds this letter that Tariq gave her which is unrealistic too there's no way that she would have had a letter from Tariq. When did, he have a time, when did he have time to slip it to her and basically Tariq said i'm gonna find you it's gonna take me some time but but I'm you know what i wanted to happen what i wanted to happen instead of that dumbass letter remember she showed up with the teddy bear that he gave her what did he put in the teddy bear the phone the phone so what i would have liked to have seen was instead of her giving tasha that letter gave tasha that phone to Tariq and Tariq called that's what i thought she was getting ready to pull out when she said oh Tariq," and she reached i said oh oh Tariq then gave her another phone that's exactly what i thought that's exactly what i thought that would make make it make sense you see what i'm saying that would have made sense and then tasha and Tariq would have been able to have that final conversation that he'd been looking for and he um, Tasha could have told him, like, look, go on, live your life. I'm gonna take care of your ass, don't worry about us or whatever. Mm -hmm. Closure, give us closure. Because I still don't feel like we have closure with Tasha's character yet. I still feel like but I think they're, they're not gonna ride off into that, the sunset. They're, but I think they're purposely leaving that again. It's a back door. Okay, okay. I think they're purposely so you I see there's they, an opening too, then right. I feel yeah, like they, they, they left the crack. Right, they that's why they kept her alive. Yeah, again, okay. it's it's that back door. 
Okay. Is that back door? Especially since I told you Queen's about to be canceled. Her ass will be back next season. Anyway. <laughs> you said you want to go Queen's back. I be canceled, but that's another story. Right. You said you want to go back to Sax and Jenny. So, because we pretty much, that's pretty much the end. So, well, we got one last thing, but you said you want to go back to Sax and Jenny before we get that yes. one last thing. Do you think that, do you think that we're seeing the same thing that happened with, uh, with Angela and Power? Because you remember Angela blew up her whole career trying to save Jamie in the end. Because you remember when she was working with them and, you know, she was trying to suppress evidence. And, you know, a part of that was she was trying to save herself, too, because she was implicated in these right. murders and all this criminal activity. Um, but do you see the same fate happening to Sax that happened to Angela? Because he's trying to expose Sax now as a conciliar of uh, the Tejada organization, which technically he's not. They thought the same thing about Proctor, but technically Proctor kind of was. But Sax isn't. I mean, uh, Davis isn't. Davis is just motivated by the highest payer. Whoever giving him the bag is who he's going to work for. But do you see the same fate happening with Sax that happened with Angela? Or is this a little foreshadowing that we're going to see that Sax is going to roll over on Davis? He's going to be a mole on the inside. He's going to feed Jenny information to try to take down Tejada organization. Is he going to end up dying just like Angela? That's my opinion, Xavier. I don't know if they about to cancel this show. That's my opinion. Um, no, they I, renewed. They they renewed for a third season. So I mean, they got no. I'm talking about Queens. Queens. I'm talking about Queens. Oh. I'm talking about Queens. I don't know. I mean, I I think that Sax is gonna play both sides, but I think he's gonna get caught up. I think I think I think Davis is gonna be on to him, but Davis is gonna be sort of in the middle because in his mind he's convinced himself that Sax can get his brother off. And I think it's gonna it's gonna lead to Sax getting his brother off, and then once he gets his brother off, he becomes disposable. Dispensable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're on the same page with that. Uh, DJ, what you think? What you think our fate with Sax is gonna be? Because I feel like that moment, in that moment, in that scene, we're getting ready to see a new dynamic duel between Jenny and Sax, where Sax is going. Whereas before, Sax was stealing information from her to help his case. Now he's going to be feeding her information to continue. I think she's not going to give up on Tariq. She's not done with Tariq. Like I said before, man, I think Sax murders. She might be done with him about these murders, but she's not done with him. I think I think Sax reacts off of emotions, and right now his emotions is towards um, helping Jenny to you know to figure this out because he actually is uh, emotionally invested in her, you know, and he wants to you know possibly give her a win. She feels defeated. So he want to possibly help her out and give her a win. He wants to save her. Yeah, he feels as though like he's kind of been in the spot. Jenny's not all the way there yet, but she's been somewhere in that area where she's where she's at, and he knows where it can head. You know, because he already been there and done that with his infatuation with say you know with St. Patrick because he was like sometimes it's good enough to walk away. Sax wasn't walking away from St. Patrick. Sax has been around a long time. He's been around since season one of Power. Like yeah. it's time for his character to go, and they have really evolved his character. They've kind of almost made his character somewhat redeemable, but uh, you know, we were ready for Sax to go. Um, when Tommy and Ghost rolled up on him and he was watching that porn, we were Sax ready ain't for going him to nowhere. Go you gotta keep him around. Um, yeah, I think you have to keep him around. I think he's gonna make it to the end of whatever this this show is. I don't know how many seasons this show gonna go, but I think he is going to. Um, I think he's going to uh, make it. A little while you gotta long. keep him around. As long as you don't yeah. have no love interest in nobody that's involved in the game, you gotta keep him around. 
So overall, how do we rate this season? I, I think this season was way better, way, way better than first season. I first agree. season, I wasn't ready to come back. And y'all had to pull my teeth and say, no, nah, Chris, you need to watch this. It's, it's better than last season. Because, you know, I didn't come on board till episode five. <laughs> I didn't come on board till episode five. So yeah. I will say that this season was way better. Way better. I think it was better, but I hope that the writers realized, in my opinion at least, I hope that the writers realized that it was better because they pulled in other characters instead of everything being about Tariq, 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 Tariq. Mm -hmm. You know, they pulled in with the Tahada family and their drama. They were able to connect it to Tariq, but they brought in other dynamics. And, and so that's what that's what that so they realized that and that they keep sort of keep with that theme. I, I agree. I 100 agree that they pulled in other different dynamics. And it made it better. If it was strictly about Tariq, it probably became redundant and boring as hell. Well, my last question before we wrap up is, what do y'all think is going to happen with Brayton? Do y'all? Well, right? we know Brayton is on next season. Um, um, Xavier said they've already casted people to play his co-workers, so he's going to be. I think Brayton Brayton is intent on being a, a damn drug kingpin. Yeah, he's he going to find right. some way to start. Because remember, Tariq didn't get this. Two million dollars he thought he was going to get, so he back in the business, and he's got to find a new a new. I feel like that was a bit of a double cross too, because Tariq, uh, because remember Monet tried to explain the way why she killed him before Tariq got up there. Uh, she killed him, um, which I really don't even understand why she killed him before Tariq got up there. She didn't have no reason to kill him before Tariq got up there. They had to drop on him. Yeah, they had to drop on him already. Even though he had, even though he had the guns and he he wasn't really trusting what was going on, but. I think I think she did believe that Dante was going was going to shoot Tariq as soon as he came off the elevator. I believe that. That I believe because he really did have the real bag. Yeah, right. So he kind of lunged. He kind of lunged at her too. Like you see, he kind of lunged at her too. He should have. She should have shot the hell out of him. She tried to tell him, "I'm not the Nene that you left. Like I'm not her." Like, I don't, I'm not her. And I think he lunged at her thinking he could get the gun from her. I don't think he believed that she would really pull the trigger on him. Exactly. She shot the shit out I of think, him. Yeah, but I don't think he believed it. I don't think, I think he thought that he. But I think that's why she pulled the, I think that was more so, she already had it in her mind that she would pull the trigger anyway. She said okay. she would pull the trigger, but I think that was more so. And I agree with what pulled my teeth. Once again, it goes back to the acting. Again, we got no emotion. Like, this is your childhood sweetheart, the father of your child. At the beginning of this season, we saw a little bit of reminisce out of her, and I agree. We could have yeah, got that when, one drop. When the car, when the car was going by, playing a new edition song, you know, you could see that in her. Yeah, in that moment, something. you could see her going back to her childhood. You know, where she was standing in the window looking and, out. Yeah, again, I feel like that's the bad acting because you didn't give us any emotion, which there should have been some. Like, I'm not saying that she had to lay out. I mean, we got more emotion out of Tommy when Ghost got killed. Than we got from her, like it was like it was like just another nigga on the street. And then again, I just take it I almost seems like he's always been is and also whereas I guess we can say the same thing about Tasha, but it almost kind of paints a narrative that she's always been in the life because Dante was already always in, in the streets. Yeah, so, yeah, she always been she always been a hustler's hoe. A, yep. You she know we don't gave a description of a hustler's hole. Now y'all act like maybe uh, you know what the hustler's hole is. It's Tasha oh. St. Patrick. <laughs> we have always given the job description of what a hustler's hole is. What is it, uh, Crystal? Uh, established alibis. Established alibis. <laughs> she, alibis. she carries 
She carries, she's a mule. She established alibis. <laughs> she, she gets the weapons in the club. Sneak weapons in the club. Sex on demand. Right. Oh, Sex on demand. She carries the weapons in the club. And she and she she's the mule. She's the and one she that makes sure that shit happens. <laughs> and when he go to jail, she holds him down. Yep. Hustles home. <laughs> That's a new definition for me. All right, so um, power never ends, so we're rolling right on into Tommy, book four. Uh, so we'll be back later on today to talk about that. We'll announce the time a little bit later on today. Hopefully, we can get Juggernaut on with us since he's a native of Chicago. Uh, our Chicago yeah, we definitely need his point of view. Yeah, we, need the, we need our Chicago uh, fans up in here, so we can get uh, that going on later on this afternoon. So we're going to be back to talk about uh, Tommy. And um, hopefully uh, we won't have to wait so long for book uh, two to come back uh, since they're um, in production now. I think they start production with a couple well, weeks ago. But we, got, we got Raising Canaan and then we got BMF. Raising, Raising Canaan is coming back. back after Tommy. Okay. Raising so Canaan and BMF. I feel like because like we, we, Raising Canaan is a wrap. They, they, they got finished filming season two like two weeks ago. So that's a wrap. So mm-hmm. I feel like Raising would, would we usually get 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. We might get a break. They usually give us like at least one break at some point. We get like a two week window without any episodes. So I feel like in about three months we'll we'll get um we'll get season two. So okay. we got all of February, all of March. I would say by late April, early May is when we'll probably get season three. We'll probably start getting the trailer and the advertisements for it in about four weeks. I would say so, midway through the season. Looking and forward so- to that. So we'll probably have BMF, um, and then we'll probably yeah, get, and then BMF will run after. I think BMF will run overlap with that, and then we'll get we'll get book two back yeah. in the winter again, and then book two, yeah, book two will be late summer, I think, late summer, early fall. Yeah, okay, that's what I think. I mean, I don't, I, I mean, I, I don't have a calendar, but just if it follows this regular schedule like it's been doing now that they have enough shows that every something is always on. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, as always, you can find us on uh, TSF Entertainment um, on Instagram. Uh, please like, comment, uh, subscribe, share, share. our <laughs> YouTube channel. Um, you can find me at Retro CG on Instagram. You can find me at Really BTV on YouTube and Really BTV underscore um, on YouTube at on Instagram. That's a whole lot of ons, ons, ons. You can find me outside. I'm always out there. Now I'm talking about again. Shout out to first of the day for the merch. Uh at first of the day, uh Detroit owned, uh black business owned. Go check them out. They got something for everybody. Right. And so right, so we up to 300 subscribers. So we done went from we got about what 80 subscribers in the last two weeks, maybe something like that. Yeah. So shout out. We getting we, there. We getting there. We getting there. We, we, we getting there. We working. We working. All right, we'll be back later on today, guys. You are now listening to TSF Entertainment Podcast.